squeezing into the show here, everybody. <laughs> we got the we got the E M M Y money signs. I don't know how often we can say the word, but yeah, it's true. We're gonna this whole. I mean, <laughs> seven seconds. Welcome to the show, everybody. Entertainment is so goofy. From Atlanta, Fulton We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December seventh, night. And a question, a psychopath. Everybody, we're here. We're watching the fucking award show. I tell you what, there's a lot of stuff on TV though. We got Monday yes. Night Got to go to the app for that though. We're we're this is how this is when they unfreeze. Uh, this is Keith Paisel, by the way. Twitch.tv slash This is Keith Paisel. Hit that follow button if you're here. Just checking us out. We're gonna be watching TV and uh, goofing on stuff as we do it, which is what we do. Which is what we do. And this song definitely, once again, has uh, put me in a headspace. I, oh uh, yeah, I was starting to get fired up watching the Emmys. I don't know why. I didn't expect to have such a visceral reaction, you know, of just kind of what it represents. And well, and, you know, and me is. trying to get a foot in the door or a, a toe in the water, whatever cliche you want to use. I'm still, you know. I haven't given up yet. Uh, another great story is Abbott Elementary with seven nominations. Hold on, I gotta get you up here on the screen, on the old screen. Oh, the phone went? Yeah, hang on, I gotta fingerprint okay, it. Okay, it's all good. Yeah, so Keenan Thompson of SNL fame is hosting the, uh, the Emmys this year. And as you know, we are a TV-based show, so we feel it's appropriate to you know, to talk about the Emmys as we're, you know, again, and talking about our lives and, and other recent events that have occurred in our life. And I know an important Bears. event that occurred yesterday, and that was the beginning and the opening of the NFL season. And uh, Bears and, and my Vikings both won. They both won, you know. They so sure did. I was, uh, I was, I mean, I was happy, obviously. I would have been in a shitty mood if they would have lost. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm so entitled and arrogant for absolutely no reason whatsoever that that I just uh, I think I expect this to happen. That I, I want them to win. They should beat the Green Bay Packers because in my mind, in my mind, the Green Bay Packers are still a terrible football team because in my youth they were one of they the worst were. teams See, in the that's, NFL. That's, that's a thing I don't have. Yeah, yeah. Just they, like Keenan Thompson, I've been, they've been a winner my whole life. <laughs> Keenan and the Green Bay Packers have been winning my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tom's been around for a while, almost oh twenty my God, years. All that. Yeah, <laughs> I knew him in all that. So anyway, on, the gonna, season started yesterday. I'm going to raise my uh, lighting a little bit. So I want to hear your, your. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to hop football. into it. We're going to be watching Monday Night Football a little bit too. Sure, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I got an old Bears-Packers game from September 11th, 95. Just the intro though. Ooh, I remember that game. The Packers probably 
beat the shit no, out of them. No, uh, well, because the Bears were still on. <sighs> that was the second, Wani's second year, right? Uh, third, I believe. But they, okay. came, they were coming off a playoff appearance and a playoff victory. They actually had beaten. They, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, they had beaten the Vikings in the 94 playoffs. Uh, Wani beat them in Minnesota 35 to 18. This is before the Vikings had Moss. And, and this is, uh, Dennis Green's third, uh, time getting defeated in the playoffs. And when he lost to Wanstead, I was like, I was starting to have my doubts about him as a coach. I was like, Dave Wanstead out coaches you? You know, I mean, come on, Dave that Watson was, does not split the atom. Was, okay? yeah. was he know? seen immediately as just like a dumb guy? Like, holy fuck, who the well, fuck I is? Mean, I, well, I mean, I, I get the hire, and it was the same thing. They were patterning it after the Ditka hire. They hired Ditka from the Cowboys because the Cowboys were a successful organization. He was a special teams coach. He also took $100,000 a year. He was by far the lowest paid quarter. Uh, You'll, I'd go for coach. free. He's one of those like, exactly. football for you know, free fuckers. I'm coaching the Chicago Bears. You know, It's like, no. Ooh, no. What have we got? Yellow Jackets? I think so or something. Yeah. Is this just the intro, the grand intro of the show? So they tried to repeat Look the same hire. What time is it? Arc. It's eight. It's eight. It's 5.30 Pacific time. And they're just kicking the show off. Absolutely. They probably had to say something about the queen. So again, I, I, but finishing with the, the, the hiring of Wanstead was the same sort of thing as the hiring of Didka. They're like, oh, we're going to go to the Cowboys. They're a successful organization. Uh, Wanstead was their D coordinator mm-hmm. and their defense was good. So it's like, you know, it made sense. You know, it, it wasn't a bad hire initially. I don't think Wanstead no, was the, a bad hire initially, but it got bad at the end. It was like he end. wasn't good. Kramer yeah. fucking yeah. Kramer got bad. Curtis Conway broke his collarbone and was never yeah. the same. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Enos didn't hit. Oh. Curtis Enos was terrible. Curtis yeah, performances <laughs> of actors at the top Didn't of the game. They, at that time, the, look at Sofia Vergara talking more American. They, they had a uh, Raymond Harris. Didn't they have Raymond Harris? The, the Bears did. Trump sees that as a victory that Sofia Vergara talks more <laughs> like an American. You know, when you look at them, <laughs> she talked like a Cuban cigar before. You know exactly. Yeah. Matthew McFadden. God, it's so crazy. The succession guy, John Turturro. It's always good to see Turturro there. Absolutely. Christopher Walken. I got to get that. I've, <laughs> I've won. still fucking acting. Has he ever won a major movie award? Oh, I. Th- is he trying to. Is he going for TV? It's an easy award. Uh, he's won. Did he win an Oscar in The Deer Hunter? Maybe for Best Supporting possibly, Actor? Possibly. I think he might have. For that, just for that scene at the end. Anytime you blow your head off, you want yeah, me to yeah. ask our, our, our yeah. fair lady Google? Exactly. I want to say. Hey, Google. Did Christopher Walken win an award for The Deer Hunter? The Deer Hunter S Awards include the Academy Award for Best Picture for Michael Cimino in 1979 and the Academy Award for Best Director for Michael Dealey in 1979, among others. Oh. Let me know if you want me to tell you more. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, here's a few more. There's the Academy Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, the Academy Award for Best Sound Mixing, and the Academy Award for Best Film Editing. And then there's Golden Globe Award for Best Director, Motion Picture, Japan Academy Prize for Outstanding Foreign Language Film, and Directors Guild of America Award for Outstanding Directing, Feature Film. Let's ask if Christopher Walken won Best Supporting Actor for Deer Hunter. Who won the 1979 Supporting Actor Award? Ooh, she faded on me. She faded on me. I'm just going to type it. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah, the fact that he's still acting uh, is incredible, you know? Oh, yeah. But I mean, at what point is he getting by on just kind of people thinking he sucks? 
At this yeah. point, he's playing the impression yeah. <laughs> of himself. Like Christopher Walken's not. <laughs> yeah, he's not exploring. Also, uh, you know, to me, I kind of respect that as an actor. John Wayne just played John Wayne. Walken, just play Walken. You've been around long enough. That's what we want. I think that's what every actor wants to get to. It might seem kind of lazy, but still, you know, Patricia Arquette. Still maintaining she relevance. It. She kills it. She is good. She is good. You know, she is, but she just maintains relevance. Who's that fucking ice? The first time I ever saw Patricia Arquette was in Stigmata. Oh, 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 oh it wasn't True Romance? No. True Romance. Can, I, she, can yeah. I say something? Yeah, absolutely, man. Might take you out. It might knock me down a notch, as you say. I've yeah. never seen True Romance. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, it, it's... Uh, is it, Christian it, Slater in it, man? Yeah, it, it is... It is such a Gen X movie, like the beginning guy, of Gen of Gen Do X. Do they ride a top-down fucking car in it at some point? Of course. The nineties loved the convertible. And also, there's an Elvis. A lot of Elvis is in early, like nineties movies. <laughs> like this Elvis movie that came out, I was like, you know, this is the second incarnation of. When I think of Elvis, I think of early nineties Elvis. Val Kilmer plays Elvis in True Romance and has a conversation with Christian Slater's character, who's a. It was the beginning of like nerddom being put into film because he worked at a comic book shop. I mean, it's Tarantino's one of his first movies. This? Tarantino, and then and then Tony Scott directed. That looks it. like the lead singer of Panic at the disco <laughs> so again what did a hobbit win who the fuck is that pete best did pete best just win a fucking an emmy <laughs> this is just looking- <laughs> oh no it's fucking uh it's patricia oh no there look at is that patricia arquette yeah, right there look at how thick she is whoa i don't hate it wow it's- i'm not against it um okay wow uh julia garner for Ozark. For Ozark. I heard Ozark's Ozark really was good. big this year. Yeah. I don't know if it's a final season bump or if it was that good. Yeah. If I sounded fucking or if it was yeah. that good, it's I sounded okay, like man. that deaf actress, fucking Mar- Marley Met Marley Maitland. Children of a Lesser God. Yeah. <laughs> she won an Oscar. That was a woke moment for late eighties. Like, whoa, a de- I mean that that was like, you know, she there was always woke. I know her as being like in Sesame Street. <laughs> She'd spell what Elmo was saying every now and again. Oh, oh really? Really? She Hello, Elmo. <laughs> I could do that because my aunt's deaf. Okay. You're allowed. You know, I always, uh, I yeah. So I heard Ozark's good though. Like I heard it's a solid yeah. show. Bateman's good. It, it rated it's... high in the TV league. By yeah. the way, we got week one TV league standing. Okay. By there the we way. go. There we go. So it's I want to hear, exciting. I want to, with, with true romance, just see it sometime. I think you might like it, but it's very much of that era. It's very much of like reservoir dogs, true romance, even though true romance was a huge movie and reservoir dogs was independent. The dogs it was, of very, it was very much that, uh, that era. It, it, it will date it very, uh, watch slacker at some time. You mean reservoir dogs? Uh, you, you, you should watch Slacker sometime. You want to know something? I think I've seen parts of that. The yeah. Link Letter movie. Yeah, absolutely. It's Definitely seen Waking Life. Oh, yeah. Um, but I check this out. So my dad used to have a TV and VCR combo in my grandpa's garage after my grandma died. We mm-hmm. kind of ran amok of the house because we had sure. to take care of my grandpa. Yeah. So he set up the garage. The garage was always the outside fucking... Like, he'd make these benches, so he'd always be doing construction. He'd back the Cadillac out and fucking take over the garage. There was always some shape, size, or form of television in there. I saw the Bulls win the 1996, 97. Wow. Uh, 98, we watched inside, but I watched two out of the final three three-peats <laughs> in the garage. Because <laughs> we had a basketball hoop, I would play with the game. Yeah. Fucking do the moves. Yeah. Hit it from three. If they were at the free throw line, I knew I knew Jordan's st- his things. He'd throw the ball backwards. Yeah. And let it come back to him. Yeah. 
I knew wow. it all. Wow, interesting. You you don't so the first three Pete, you don't really remember, do you? You don't really know. Not really, man. Yeah, you really don't. I really yeah. remember Jordan coming out of retirement. I remember yep. my dad picking me up on a Friday night, seven thirty PM, and like pumped that the Bulls swept the magic because I guess the Bulls had knocked out like the year Jordan yeah. came back, they went to the playoffs. Oh yeah. But then the magic fucked him up. Yeah, in the playoffs. absolutely. And it was the, the playoffs. first time Michael Jordan had ever lost a playoff. Series. Oh, absolutely. Well, and well, no, no, he lost playoffs early in his career, so, but, but the, but the good Jordan, the great so Jordan. that was the supersonics yeah. year, the year they beat the supersonics when they went seven, yeah, two and 10, absolutely. put the 23 back on. And I guess he really was just seeing red that year. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Cause I remember my dad told me the Bulls swept the magic. Yeah, absolutely. And it was like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but because the, uh, yeah, uh, he, he had come back from playing baseball, not playing basketball for two years. He gained a bunch of weight. He was like 15 to 20 pounds heavier and he wasn't nearly as explosive. Yeah. So he had to totally get back in shape. So again. the garage has that history in the yes, walls. Yes, exactly. Yes. I knew my grandpa would smash cans in there. So I spent time in the garage with him because it was his <laughs> domain too. Yeah. There was an old cuckoo clock that would go off. I found a, p- a pound of moldy weed from the 70s in there. Wow. That I smoked on a little bit. <laughs> it was a lot of weed. Yeah, t- t- trying to get a buzz off so that, after my, that moldy so pot. After yeah. my grandma died, we were spending more and more time outside because she was always like, what are you doing out there? So it always yeah. kept us in check. When she was gone, there was no one peeking their head around the corner. So yeah. we lived. We put a couch in there because there was we couldn't put the car. My yeah. grandpa was an invalid. He we sold his fucking seventy five Cadillac DeVille. Wow. Well, he he had a, he had a oh, seventy five Cadillac yeah. DeVille. I got wow. into a car accident in that, and we barely felt it. Oh, uh, those things. It was yeah. like a boat. I, I, I had a Plymouth Fury three, nineteen sixty nine. It weighed thirty seven hundred pounds. Like it, it, if I got into a car accident, I, I wasn't going to have problem. I was going to inflict damage on someone. Think of the car accidents back then, you know, because the car, the engines were so strong too, and they would go so fast. There must have been some wicked car around. accidents with those big old cars. But anyway, you said yeah, so th- th- that was your first awareness. Let's see how quick we. Let's see how much we get away with here. I, I, but I, I want to hear your cover. assessment. You watch it. I, I assume you watched the. Oh Bears no, but game. let me finish yeah. the garage. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I saw. <laughs> reservoir dogs on the tv he had hooked up but here's the thing the connections he had for some reason only allowed black and white yeah. on the vcr and it took me three-fourths of reservoir dogs to realize that it's not black and white oh, oh. and we were all stoned watching it and my friend was like it's fucking tight that you saw this in black and white though he was like it really makes a difference because i guess it's gory oh like, yeah so yeah. he was like he was like it made it like he was like I've never seen this movie like this because it was just like it just looked like black blobs. Yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting. And I thought I was like, oh, I thought this was in black and white. And my friend was like, no, not no, at all. He no, was like, no. your VCR's fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, that's fucking tight. So yeah, the first yeah. time I saw Reservoir Dogs was an unintentional black and white. What was your impression of it? And how old were you? Were you like twelve or, or how old were you? Let's see. No, I was a teenager. It was like okay. I was probably a freshman or a sophomore. Yeah. Right around when the Marshall Mathers EP LP came out. Wow, Jesus. You see, I, I saw I saw Reservoir Dogs at the three penny across in the biograph on Lincoln. That really was there a it, disco nearby? Yeah, and, and, and no, it was a lounge axe. Was Were you the, around uh, for discos? N- <laughs> Jeez. You, you you always like to add fifteen years onto my life. That's the seventies, right? Yeah, I was a child. Yeah, I was but a you, kid, but they were existed. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, that that was. Like, I'm saying the concept of them now. They call. Them, oh yeah. Now they call them clubs. Clubs, yeah. But discos, absolutely. When did that word stop? Good question. I would say probably in the club culture. To me, when I I know when I was in college, clubs became more of a thing. Excalibur. 
You wrote Excalibur if you're going to go out in, in Chicago. It got dark in Excalibur. Into the, the 90s. The, into the, the 90s. The Viagra Triangle. Yeah, yeah, that whole area. I mean, I remember clubs like kind of, and that certainly was when I was in early college, uh, so late 80s. But disco, I, oh, I got to say. I'm so happy. This will be a Colin thing. The Seahawks are winning 7-3. to three. Colin has anointed the Broncos, the new Bucks. Okay. <laughs> Russell Wilson, offensive coach. <laughs> Nike. Nike, Delta. <laughs> Adidas. <laughs> Companies that know how to, you know, turn a profit. Yeah, he's he's terrible. My brother hates him. Oh, we're gonna watch some Colin later. Absolutely, uh, but no, I'm sorry. I was going off. What, what, what was your impression of Reservoir Dogs when you when you first? Saw oh, I liked it a lot. But here was kind of my uh, elementary mentality, I guess. Yeah, because I was a stoner. Yeah, and I was more all about it because I was like, oh, they cuss and shit, and like yeah. oh. I definitely I thought it was genius. Like that's where my like I was like, oh my god, like early on in life, Quentin Tarantino to me was like. Yeah. The oh cinematic God. God. And here's, what, here's yeah. how pathetic I was. I thought I was unique for thinking that. Oh, I, <laughs> I didn't know. Like, my mom also thought that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, he, uh, it, it was interesting when he got nominated. We're watching the, the, the Emmys. We're watching the Emmys. We've and, got a little Monday Night Football and, on right now. And he got nominated, you know, in the Oscars for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And he didn't win any of his Oscars. And I think that was a way of saying you were connected too close with Harvey Weinstein and, and you're being pushed to the side. You're being pushed to the side in relevance. Weinstein. You know, so <laughs> anytime I hear Stein, I think of that. When I was a kid, yeah, during the Seinfeld finale, we were in an airport going to Delaware, Dover, Delaware, to visit my Aunt Becky. Wow. And the <laughs> flight was delayed because it was storming. And there was this drunk ass dude. Yeah. And he was just talking to us because he was trying to get away from his wife. And she kept chasing him down. And he goes, go away. We're watching Steinfeld. <laughs> It's fine. We're just watching Steinfeld. I know. For some reason, people wanted to call it Steinfeld. There was a certain strata of person that always called it Steinfeld. It was like working class, Uh-oh. lower middle class. Were, oh, oh. Since I we'll go back to it. Yeah. To but it's, you have to admit, though, there's Steinfeld. Amy Poehler has amazing breasts in you know? that dress. <laughs> and I got to be crude. You can tell she knows. Yeah. Very yeah. important. Okay. Stuff. She's uh, she's like five foot one. Yeah, she's which she's means my Seth age. Myers is that short too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Seth Myers was the best man at Pete Gross's wedding. <laughs> and time Pete and time Gross. again. Oh no, she's on heels probably. Yeah. So he's probably like five five. He's as tall as Rogan. I'm I remember her being in Chicago when I very right. first started doing stand up. <laughs> she was still around. Here are, Here are yeah. the nominees. <laughs> Alex Borstein, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Hannah I know her. Saw her going up doing mics at the fucking uh, at the improv. You can't nominate her for Saturday Night Live. There's so, 10 nominees. I hope Juno Temple wins. I hope Ted Lasso cleans all these fuckers clocks. I'm so sick. Early on at the red yeah. carpet show, this fucking old snotty white dude. Yeah. This gay old white man <laughs> fucking changed his pick three different times based on what ethnicity he said. Like, oh. at first he was like, you know, I've been all about what the fuck show did he say? I think he said Ted Lasso. I was all about Ted Lasso. Yeah. B- b- beforehand, everyone was blowing Quinta Brunson or yeah. Quinta Brunson. It's such a great show. Representation. So many teachers are being seen and stolen from. Yeah. In this show, we stole it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So then after that happened, he was like, you know what? I'm doing it on the fly. I'm changing it to Abbott Elementary. (laughs) And then someone, Uh, and then they talked about Squid Game, how it could become the first Korean TV show to win an Emmy. Yeah. And he goes, I can't believe I'm doing this again, but I'm going to now go from Abbott Elementary to Squid Games. And I Thinking it's important. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I'm getting, I I get uh, that, that. You're, you're describing a person that would annoy me very much so. Very much annoy yeah. me. Look at her. <laughs> so who is this again? I don't know. Oh, it's the girl from Abbott Elementary. I am an endangered species. But I see <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Well, she's, I mean, she, it, it, it's her platform. It's her platform, and it's her moment to do this. But man, she put up her thanks. This is pre planned. She'd like to thank all the Jewish people that made her fucking career wow. thing. It, uh, it is, it's so, uh. Oh! When you, and they're going to talk about it at the oh cocktail party this afterwards. Is, Oh, this is what they meant. This is what they meant. Oh, my God. What? So on the red carpet show, they were like, oh, what if she wins? Who do you think? And they go, I'm sure if she wins, her speech will be very amazing. Oh. Everyone knew this. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, my God. It's so contrived. If I started beating off on this podcast, it wouldn't be as gross as what just happened on our screen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was disgusting. Who has ever... Had a dream. You won a fucking award for a TV show. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's just. I am here to tell you that this is. That was stolen, by the way, from several people <laughs> that know. are regulars at the comedy store. Oh, man. It's just, I know. It, it's the. Up on you, because if you get a Quinta Brunson in your corner. If you get a husband like mine in your corner, if you get children like mine in your corner. I think what she's doing is offensive to black stereotypes. (laughs) To be quite honest with you, I feel like my dad's making fun of my neighbor right Right now. now. Hey, do you see this one? God. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, the whole. uh, Oh, what a fucking bullshit applause. Everyone uh, everyone thinks this is so gay because it is. It's also if you don't did, did, if you don't stand up, is it going to be noticed? Oh, well, Would that be the, noticed? Look at the, the Italian guy. He doesn't speak a word of English. He's probably a higher date. Do you think somebody? You, do you think they look out of the corner of their eye and see who stood up and who didn't stand up? Look at that dress. Look at Lizzo. Oh, can't my. believe it. Lizzo's in Whoa. shock. Lizzo is real. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the incredible Lizzo sitting right next to me. Ladies, Lizzo is real pretty though. That's right. This I, I now, her show. I, I'm not this way. Two Emmys. <laughs> And it's up for... And she hasn't said a fucking word. She didn't sing one song. Oh, what a way to kick the fucking show off. Wow. Wow. Well, they knew. They had to make a splash. They knew. You know. It's not that confusing, Keenan. The way they make product now is so different. The The way it's parsed out to people is so different. It is all to compete with, you know, whatever. It is... It is the phone in your hand, you know? Oh, she's going to sing. But in Los Angeles, it's thick 30. Right. But that's you. You, you thick. I'm thick 30. Appreciate it. I'll tell you what it's like in LA. You hear a guy at a table at Tender Greens talk about banging a 17-year-old. That's what it's like <laughs> in Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. Like a, like a full grown-ass man, too. Like, oh, yeah. Like, like a man. Yeah. Oh, man, that's man not- is 40. 
And you know, oh, man. and you know why I didn't Come say anything? On, Here's my white guilt. You know why I didn't say anything to them all? He was a black guy. I didn't want him to notice and be like, "Oh, what?" Because I'm black, and I would be like, "No, because you're a pedophile." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jesus, you know, I just, I'm just more disappointed because you're black. Okay, uh, I'm gonna admit something on the show here. Okay, this is an admission. You're not a pedophile. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten out of that phase finally, but 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 just the there whole- was a phase of the podcast where Crocius <laughs> would be grateful for not having the pedophilic. <laughs> Gene, Gene, just now. I'm, I'm so glad that I, it would be an awful existence. But, but my uh, Ooh, Goldstein for lasso. <laughs> I mean, here's what sucks about the previous win is, goddamn Abbott Elementary is going to dominate now. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, no, but 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 my my point with uh with uh what was I saying again about uh I I Re- about my... representation? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I, I I just I don't remember. I don't remember. Now. I lost my train of thought. I'm, I'm stony baloney. Yeah, we took a hit. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Wow. Yeah, but 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 just the uh, whatever, just the whole <clears throat> thing that's going on here. I don't know the way they parse out television now is just so different. Goldstein. It is all just to compete with that the damn thing in your Brett hand. Goldstein. Hell yeah, you know? Brett Goldstein. <clears throat> Hell yeah, dude. He should sing a song. He should sing don't. <clears throat> he should sing don't look back in anger by Oasis. <laughs> what what show? For Ted Lasso. Oh, I heard Lasso's good. It's a great show. It's yeah, no, yeah. My, my writing partner loves it. It's feel good. And the <clears throat> yeah. last, dude, they got deep, dude. You find out in the last, because I don't know if you're, are you going to not watch it? So mm, in the third okay. season, the whole, the whole show, like you, Ted Lasso is like away from his family and then like his marriage falls <clears throat> apart. But then in the last season, you find out that he's so all about the team and positivity because his dad killed himself when he was 11. Oh. And he's like pissed. Like my dad quit. You fuck, and then there's a therapy session in the last episode where he has to like cry and shit and like still be the goofy Texas guy, but yeah. make a breakthrough. It's fucking awesome, man. A good piece of acting. Yeah, he could, Sudeikis <clears throat> could sink his teeth into it, you know, stretch out a little not bit. Not ruining you know? the take by just staring at them and going, "God, you're good." And uh, last time I was here, I was told not to swear, and I did, and I'm sorry, but it meant the feed got cut back home in the UK, so my family never got to hear me say this. So thank you. For this second chance, uh, Mum, Dad, Tara and Matt, Zebby and Bo. Oh, he probably cussed. That's great. So, hey, I, I want to. So, so I, his cool story, yeah. though, is yeah. he was a writer for the show and they couldn't find a guy to play his character. And he was just doing the voice one day and they made him play yeah, the part. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna, uh, he's basically, you yeah. got to be the guy. And now you got to be the guy. And now yeah. he's Hercules in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he made a leap. You know what I mean? Yeah. That happened. Wow. They still sell that in Hollywood. You know, it's all rolling the dice. It's gambling city, you know? What were you going to say? Based on, I want, because I've been wanting to get your opinion, your take on your Chicago Bears and, and the game yesterday. They won 11 oh, to yeah. 10. 11 19 to 10. 19 to 10. 19, I'm sorry, 19 to 10. I don't want to get get two overzealous. I'm pumped. I definitely think we got the right guy sans Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Like, I think he, I think it's always been Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. So I'm glad we, I'm definitely, it definitely solidified. Like, okay, I don't have to worry about him not being good. Uh, Why? I'm curious. I mean, I I didn't see the highlights. He fucking, they were down 10 to nothing at halftime and the offense looked inept. They couldn't get out of their own end. And then they made the coaching made adjustments. What did they? And he ran out of. They just realized what they couldn't do, 
They moved the ball outside the pocket more. Yeah. And they opened up some design rollouts and yeah. shit. Yeah. And they had people open. He ran, rolled left and threw the ball across the field and got a yep. wide open guy. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, and that used to be a cardinal sin. That used to be a cardinal sin. And remember, he's throwing it against his body. No, if you got a good arm and you can do it, you do it. And for the you first know? time, watching Bears replays, you hear announcers going, "This is a good play design." Yeah, when they break it down, and I'm it's like, not, it's oh, not I've never going, heard that oh. before." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've heard, yeah, that, that's like refreshing to hear, right? So it yeah. was competent. It was yeah. the first time I've seen competent football in a long time. They made halftime adjustments. Uh, it's now. Do I think they're going to come in and like, oh, they can beat the Packers now? Eh, no, but I think it's not off the table now. Yeah. Especially yeah. with how the Packers looked against your Vikings. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, now I'd like to see Fields throw for a little more yards. But again, it was monsooning. You couldn't. Exactly. There was no paint on the field. The Bears got an illegal procedure because the uh, the place kicker tried to pat the field down with a towel. And I guess that's illegal. Oh, God. Everybody was like, I've never seen that penalty called before. <laughs> the, the NFL literally has a... <laughs> They were like, I've seen a guy. 800 rules. They harken you know? back to when the guy blow, brought the snowblower out onto That's the field. A fir- I didn't want to make that reference. I didn't want to date myself. No, so everybody but said I had that. The, it was John Smith kicking a winning field goal against the Dolphins in 1982. They go, I've seen yeah. a guy come out with the snowblower, but I've never seen someone try and p- sop up a puddle before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, again, what's good is that they beat a team that I think a lot of people think is one of the better teams in the NFC. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl contenders. You know, one of the top three. And that was you know? annoying, too, is to <clears> me, if you really break it down, yeah. Aside from results, which I know is all that matters, Trey Lance is just like Justin Fields, unproven in his second year. Fields started more, had a t- worse O-line. Yeah. But aside from Trent Williams, the 49ers offensive line ain't great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. I just was annoyed that everybody was like, Trey Lance is going to be a Hall of Famer. But yeah. The 49ers <laughs> are going to go on a run to the NFC title game again. Yeah. And then it was like, well, the Bears are going to win two games because yeah. they're the worst of the worst of the worst league ever. Yeah. Even that smug fucker Jason McIntyre on Colin mentioned slyly because it was like yeah. overreaction Monday. Yeah. He was like, I'm loving these overreactions. Bears fans actually think they're good. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what did they do to you? I know. <laughs> what did the Bears do to you? Exactly. They, uh... They're hanging on to the they're going to cl- grasp onto that national storyline that they're the the worst team in the league yeah and and have it motivate them they could then make a movie out of i it. think it'll be it'll take them half a season of shock wins i'm not saying like yeah wild like <clears throat> let's say like in a pocket universe the bears go four and one yeah i still think it'll be like well that team lost <clears throat> like if the bears beat the packers it'll be like oh my god panic time for the packers you lost yeah. to the bears oh yeah 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 absolutely yeah yeah so we'll I would, I, you know, again. So I'm hopeful, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be a dumb, like, well, the Lombardi's coming home. <laughs> exactly. You know, when you look for when the team's been bad, yeah, what you said, they adjusted at halftime and came on. That says something. That says something when you come back in the second they, half, you know, they and they stole, dominated the game, they right? They stole one. <clears throat> they stole a game against a good team, uh, hey, which go, they've good for them. rarely done in my life. Yeah, absolutely. They've, they've either been good that year and beat a team like the Packers or they're just going to they're going to lose by 40 points to all yeah. the good. Like as yeah. that's the thing about being a Bears fan is. Yeah, they've been bad. recently. There were always a game or two like you knew, like they had a chance against the Lions. Yeah. In the late 90s, they always had a chance against the Dolphins because it was the end of Marino's career. Yeah. Like, but you just knew like Packers are going to roll you. 
Barry Sanders is going to run for 280 yep. yards on Thanksgiving. Like and, the, and the Vikings are a bit of a tough team. Yeah. You know, yeah. And yeah. now just after that one game was like, oh, maybe the coaches could eke some wins out here. Hey, you know. And maybe the losses won't be so bad. Did, how did they look different to you than previous teams? Than the, the last two years of Maggie. I'm just curious. <clears throat> it just looked like that they didn't, when they were playing bad, there was no sort of like defeatist body language yeah of like you never saw like if you didn't look at the score you'd think it was zero zero the whole time yeah even when they were down 10 to nothing yep and they didn't really even though they made adjustments it wasn't like oh we got to completely change our game plan it was even like yeah oh let's take a couple of shots downfield right away in the second half yeah and try and catch them off balance the bears have never been like a let's take them let's catch them yeah. off balance offensively yeah. to open up the half yeah yeah, I know. And it I, seemed like the offense was the priority, even though the defense played well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, uh, that's because it is, because they need fields to develop. I mean, he's the future. So, like, I mean, good for them. They, they, they snuck here. a game. Hold on. I got to get some water, man. Okay. Oh, yeah. Keep on, Keep on talking. There's water. We got a little SNL sketch for it. Oh, the Squid and Game people. He looks like a cowboy. Two. Saturday Night Live. SNL. Probably your variety show. What is it? Because there's one other one. Look at Lauren Michaels. He really fucking fought to get up out of that chair. Look, I stood up. You need to do it too. Man, look at him. He looks like shit. Well, thank you very much for this. I don't know what Thank you very much here, for this. In New York, last you always know he's got the cigarness to his voice. And really tough doing shows. Really tough doing shows. I can't grope women anymore. I wanted to hire racists and cokeheads. You can't do that anymore. And comedy suffering. I got this bull dyke, Sarah Sherman, always <laughs> yelling at me. I'm kidding. I love Sarah. Saturday, we show up. And I want to thank them all for showing up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sarah's not there because she doesn't support capitalism. Uh, I'm. <laughs> that, that's your protest. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. Is uh, what I mean, you've been in the Chicago game long enough? Been on here long enough? Been doing stand up long enough now? Are there certain like like she got plucked? She got flat oh, yeah. out. Everybody plucked. knew it too. You know, we all knew Cameron was going to be able to sell out fucking indie rock theaters. For her yeah. whole career, doing sets about rape anagrams. Yeah. Yeah. God. Ruckus acting, perfectionist extravaganza. Cameron. <laughs> Is that what she said? No. I was, I was like, why? I, I wouldn't be surprised. I just quickly did an anagram uh, good, for rape. Good job. Good job. I, uh, I, uh, yeah. Because for me, for me, certainly Kumail Nagiani, I, I knew, I was like, when he was doing a stand up, I was like, it was right after September 11th in a couple years. I was like, guys. Oh, yeah, he's going to do it. Look at Selena. Earlier tonight. Selena is, is slugged on her vape pen before this. <laughs> Steve Martin looks like Selena gave me an edible before this, and I'm really <laughs> freaking out. Well, Marty can get work in television. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks, Steve. Hey, I've always been curious. Does it bother you when people come up to you and say, oh, "Big fan, Angela Lansbury"? Oh, that's a good one. He's been on fire even on the show. <laughs> you know, 
what I love about Martin working Short. With- yeah, his wife died, so he, you can't really fucking wow. cancel him. Oh. My wife is in the ground. Wow. I'll call you whatever I want. Did she just die recently? No, years ago. Oh. Breast can the breast cancer. Oh man, and now it's, it's a scourge. The reason yeah. why we're here, dude. Fucking Selena Gomez is so much better than Zendaya. She would kill it in Euphoria. Yeah, <laughs> and write a good album to follow that. Okay, I just that being here tonight with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Mar- is you know, again, Steve Martin. When I was a kid, he was the reason why I started doing. Oh, I thought of doing stand up with Steve Martin. Steve Martin. He was the inspiration for me. He, I loved Steve. Father of the dude. Bride is my first memory of Steve Martin. Oh, man, such a corny movie. One could ever uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He sold out football stadiums in, in the seventies. He he go to, he went to Illinois. Fifty thousand people saw him perform in Champaign, Illinois. He sold out football stadiums. You know, that's goddamn how well, big Steve Martin. Was. You know, goddamn well, an intimacy coordinator figured out exactly how far apart they could stand from Selena Gomez. <sighs> is, is that a is that a position? So check this out. Is that a position? So, is that, so a there's job? this. Oh yeah, intimacy coordinator, a hundred percent, to make sure it's all above board. Are like oh oh oh, oh 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 I thought you meant like just in, in behavior, just normal life. No, they figured no, that no, out in, too. In, in, the, in, the, in the production of television and movies, they and set stuff. that tone okay. too. I think they the intimacy coordinator does kind of like make sure no one's being creepy and stuff like that too. Because there was an actor who's like intimacy coordinators are ruining acting. I used to put the tip in all the time, <laughs> and now we can't do it. Uh, yeah, well, I guess a little bit, you know. But he didn't yeah, say I, that. Yeah, yeah, he said it'd be hilarious if he did. Wow. Well, Oliver Sean gets Oliver. it. Oliver, oh my God! Uh, thank you so much. Uh, it is a, a thrill to be here. <laughs> he's uh, he's I'm a fucking in. chimney sweep fuck. Fuck. <laughs> the weirdest possible. Why is the sound cutting? Thank you uh, yeah. so much to Liz Stanton and, and Tim Carvel who run the show. That just couldn't happen without them. Thank you to all of our staff. Uh, the staff here. Oh, it's the deaf staff people. over there and the staff. Oh. John Oliver would like to say to our staff who couldn't be here tonight, thank you and don't worry, we'll tell Oscar hello for you. No, uh, Do well. <laughs> we, we know how lucky we are. Do oh, that's you. smart. So John Oliver chose, that's the first time I've seen them be like, oh, we'll pull up a graphic in case you want to thank anybody that you can't get out in your time. It's really to kill the fucking Kanye's who want to fucking run on the mic. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Fucking talk about how Beyonce had the best video of all time. <sighs> God. To, uh, it's to like, look at that. That looks like Jeff Hansen's wife behind fucking John Oliver. <laughs> In general, either way, it's a you mean, on his right shoulder. Yeah. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a wow. Well, yeah. Look at this. Oh God! I wish I was there. If I just work hard enough, Keith. If I just try hard enough, it would be me. You could be Sorry. a seat filler. You know, <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> You'd be a seat. You just filler. hang out and you have gotta a drink sit there or something. The whole time you have to sit on camera the whole time. It's so there's no empty seats on camera. Yeah. Oh, so someone's a famous person wants to go to go to the bathroom. You, you sit. go sit in their seat yeah. and yep. then they come and tap you on the shoulder and you get out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That is so. Uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's to have how that. all these people. Oh. And then you look. So it's at, a full day's work. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you go to their Instagrams, and it's them like in model shoots, like as it, shirts buttoned down and shit. Like if you go to these people's social medias, you're like, oh, you're killing it. And then you see them crying on the 603 bus. Yeah, exactly. Going to their seat filler gig at the fucking Microsoft Theater in downtown LA, where there's fucking human fecal matter spread on the yeah. sidewalk. Oh man, you see, you see the New Orleans Saints and the Republican the, Party can yeah. clean that fecal matter up. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> 
The New Orleans Saints were smart when when they built the Superdome. They were so bad. They knew a lot of James the seats. James Bailey on the chat. They knew a lot of the seats were going to be empty in the upper deck. And, and so, if you ever look at an empty Superdome, it's multicolored seats. It's like a brown seat. It's a blue seat. So and a black seat. So when the camera swipes by, you can kind of if you're not really refined in your eye, you think it's people. This is a little. You I know? think I'm I'm going back. So uh, James Bailey says hello, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> But then he also says, smoke break. Do you know who I am? I'm Michael Landon. I need my cigarettes. Was that a story you told? Um, oh, I think Michael Landon demanded smokes or wouldn't act or something. Well, like yeah, I, I had a, a good friend, one I'm still very good friends with, lived I went to Parsons, uh, the school, actually right here in MacArthur Park, uh, like, uh, Parsons School of the Design. The home of heroin. Is that what it is? Parsons School of Design. I think that's what it is. She was out here from, from 86 to 88. Yeah. She was dating a guy who, who was very good friends with, uh, with the Landon family, Michael Landon's family. So, like, he was friends. So they all went out to this, uh, ch- a charity fundraiser event. My friend Lisa was there, her boyfriend, the Landon family. A- a- and the fun, you know, it got, it was in a hotel and it got over right after 9 p.m. And as he was walking out to his car, he wanted to get a pack of smokes and they had shut the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the concession store. You know, where you can buy like, you know, chiclets and you know, you know, whatever. Yeah. they'd shut that. And he, uh, yeah, the guy was counting the money and he's beating on the window. Do you know who I am? I'm Michael Lennon. I want to pack. Like he was, he was, he wanted to pack of cigarettes and they weren't opening up to, cause it was past nine o'clock. It was like nine oh five and they wouldn't give him cigarettes. And he was really pissed off. He pulled that card. I'm Michael Lennon. I want my cigarettes. And, and they were like, no. No, you can't. It's like, I think for some people, that's their definition of freedom, correct? <laughs> that is their de- I want to be able to do whatever I want, whenever I want, without any Lord consequences. Lauren Michaels is on his way there. He's Lauren you know, Michaels, and he just, wants his Shane Gillis. But I, I, th- By that the is, way, Christopher Walken did win the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, I, he I beat know out it. Bruce Dern, Richard Farnsworth for Comes a Horse. That's a very yeah, fucking yeah, I, John yeah. Hurt for Midnight Express. Oh yeah, and Jack Warden for Heaven Can Wait. Heaven can, Jack Warden was nominated for Heaven Can Wait, and uh, Voight won for Coming Home as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heaven Can Wait. Warren Beatty was nominated. Gary Busey for the Buddy Holly story. I thought that was later. Oh no, absolutely. De Niro I, lost for Deer Hunter. Yeah. See, that's what killing yourself does. De Niro didn't put the bullet in his head. Yeah. Yeah. You spun the gun, you fucking got the trophy. That's important. That movie was like deemed a very graphic, rough movie. Oh, I watched it as a you kid. Know? I remember my dad ordering Arlen Arinello's pizza. We got a nice thick deep dish pizza, <laughs> cheese sticks, salad, and mastacholi, and we watched fucking Deer Hunter. And for most of it I was like, This is fucking boring. Oh well, that, that Polish wedding they have with that's that a good lasts part. an hour and twenty five minutes. Use a couple know? gals. Oh yeah, at yeah, that yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Meryl Slap Streep gets slapped. Face. She gets slapped around. You know, she won an award for that. Did she win best? Uh, I don't know if she for that. Uh, well, John Cazale, that was his last movie. I think that they were married or were dating. I should know this. This is a basic fact of Hollywood. But and he had he had his brain tumor and he died. I think shortly after they finished filming that. But I think that they were a couple for like three years. Meryl Streep and John Cazale. He was John Cazale was Deer Hunter won Best Director, yeah, and Best Picture, yeah. Uh, Jane Fonda won Best Actress. Oh, oh for China Syndrome, uh, coming or, home. or clue, coming home. Oh, no, I'm sorry, yeah, because coming, coming home, home seemed like it was this with oh, John it was war. Vo- it's a war movie, yeah, because yeah, John Voight is in a wheelchair and he comes home, and it's about being a Vietnam vet and trying to integrate yourself back into American society. That when his eyes open to the fucking wonders. <laughs> well, well, of the- well the, I don't. Well, I think he dis- when did he discover God? When, when, it when seems he, like within the last year or two, it's hardcore. I mean, he's going yeah, on Tucker now. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty amazing. He's it, it's 
Well, Jane Fonda and him, I guess, were really good friends for years afterwards because that movie, like, Dude. good for their careers and stuff. Did and you know at the time, so when you see a bitch like Ingrid Bergman getting nominated, were you like, what an old dusty bitch? Oh, oh yeah, she she was ancient. I, I didn't even know who she was. It, it, it was like you thinking about Larry Hagman or something. It was you like know, it was me a- thinking of Maggie Smith now because Maggie Smith won Best Supporting Actress for California Sweet. Oh, God, I don't, I don't a 1978 American comedy film directed by Herbert Ross, a Neil Simon based on his 1976 play. I never saw that. Let's read this plot. Inversion and visitors from New York. Hannah Warren, Jane Fonda is a Manhattan workaholic who flies to Los Angeles to retrieve her teenage daughter, Dana Plato. Rest in peace. Wow. After she leaves home wow. to live with her successful screenwriter, father, Alan Alda. The bickering divorced couple are forced to decide what living arrangements are best for the girl. Uh, and then there's another clip called In Visitors from London. Diane Barry, played by Maggie Smith, is a British actress and a first-time nominee for the Academy Award in an independent British film, an honor that could revive her faltering career, but she knows it's a peek inside the business. It's one yeah. of those It's one of those bullshitty jerk-off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why that won the award. Yeah. Yeah, God, that, but the first one you were saying, what, what, what was the first movie again before that? The movie before that, what were you reading? The, the, that's the, the, this movie, it looks like, is in four different clips, like four different segments. Oh, uh, that cast. And part one Dana is called Plato and fucking Alan Alda. And Jane Fonda. Alan, and Jane Fonda. I mean, the fact that that's what Plato, like, that's how big Different Strokes was. Different Strokes was so big that we're like, this woman is in a show that has 30 million people watching well, it. We're going to put her in a movie. Different that's Strokes for different folks. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, that is a, that's a, what a cast, what a cast they put. The, what, these casting decisions are so ephemeral. So and here's, so- here's this London one. You got Maggie Smith, a British actress who needs to revive her, but she has no chance of winning. She's the Ingrid Bergman. Yeah. Uh, she is in deep denial about the true nature of her marriage of convenience to Sidney Cochran, played by Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton? Wow. Kane. Kane, Michael oh, Kane. Oh, Michael Kane. Oh, Michael who Kane. Who is a, Sorry. a once closeted gay antique dealer? A once wow. closeted once, gay. Uh, so maybe he's out now. Well, he's out, exactly. Uh, in the late 70s, Keith, uh, homosexuality was definitely dealt with in the movies, much more transparent. AIDS killed that. Listen to him. AIDS killed so that. So he's a once closeted gay antique dealer who has become increasingly indiscreet about his sexuality. AIDS and all. I'm just going to burn it down. Going to well, burn my no, forest no, no, down. No, no, I think he was gay. Going to burn my forest down. Because <laughs> AIDS hadn't come onto the, uh, the scene yet in 78. Uh, it, it wasn't really talked about. People weren't hip to the scene yet? I'd say 83, 84. Uh, you know, when was, did you hear about Ryan White? God, dude. I, this is how old I am, dude. I was in college. I was okay, in college. Okay, so right before he Early died, is, I'm just wondering if people knew about him, like, the whole fight, or if they found out about him when he died. Oh uh, no, I had heard about it uh, a few times. I didn't realize what a big story there was. Because I went to elementary school in Indiana. There was a Ryan White portion of our social studies class. Wow, wow. Listen, you a know. man in the mirror by Michael Jackson. Wow, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's also you're in Indiana, which was we all know not the most not the most tall. It's not San Francisco. You know, you're you're not actually in uh, you know in New York City. You're in Indiana, which is a <laughs> Rather conservative, I would say. Oh, you know? I get why. So it so it looks like this is about a hotel room, and each thing is about different visitors because it's visitors from New York, visitors from London, visitors from Philadelphia. Well, what, what what movie? 
This is California Sweet, the oh, Maggie okay. Smith movie okay. for God. the Academy Awards. I, I have an extremely vague memory of that, but I, I couldn't be more specific. As you just saw, series that feature doctors make for competitive... He plays that fucking autistic doctor, the good doctor. This goes far beyond their entertainment. Oh, value. it's old girl. It's because we know... Fucking, incredibly uh... It's Chief Bailey. Oh, from, uh... From Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Look at her graduate and see the Grey's Anatomy cast. They don't fucking need the trophy. Yeah. They're yeah. handing out. They're doling out the yeah, fucking absolutely. power. Yeah. It, it, it literally. It, it's probably like a thought of it as being a symbolic moment. You know. God. So fucking. It's. I realize like performers. You have to have a certain type of ego to perform. You have to have a certain type of ego to truly be good at performance. But some of the, the personalities oh, yeah. are are difficult. I it's, find them that's difficult. where it's a link to pro wrestling and comedy. Is I feel like in all sorts of that kind of performance art, where you yeah. have to like kind of make your most annoying self who you are all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, to sort of pop on screen and shit. Yeah, and, and and be compelling. And yeah, I think you need to be a maniac to master that. Yeah, like yeah. the ability to quote unquote get yourself over in wrestling, which means like. Make people love you or hate you at the drop of a dime and have them in the palm of your hand. You kind of need to be a sociopath to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, Because you yeah. truly need to be able to be like, okay, now I love you. Now fuck you. Yeah, now yeah, I yeah. love you. Yeah, yeah. Now fuck you. Be able to kind of turn it on and off a yeah. switch like that. Yeah, yeah. To be able to turn it on and off. I, I think that's one of the, the difficulties of it. You know, and I think that's why it fucks with some people's heads. Like that's, performance does. Well, that's know? why I think in the 20s they had it nailed when everyone in the performing was just like, oh, hello, Mac. <laughs> like, it's all terrible. Like acting is awful. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, she's stealing. <laughs> that's Oscar award shit right yeah, there. Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, yeah. Oh, I swear, Mr. Bob, Mr. Bob Free, I'm not stealing. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Waving yourself because there's no air conditioning. Always someone fanning. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's a dramatic moment. Yeah, it's hilarious. Is that Patricia Arquette? No, that's fucking old the MILF from American Pie. The old MILF from America. Jennifer Coolidge. She says she's fucked like 200 dudes from being the MILF from American Pie. Well, that's been like her. Yeah, I've slept with so many guys now. Hi. Hey, hi. Hi, I'm going to do my shtick. Hi. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> what is this? Is Christopher Guest behind the camera? Yeah, it's it's. But, I um, I just want to say, uh, you know, to my fellow nominees. If uh, anybody wants to suck my fat tits tonight, um, <laughs> God, and um, so uh, you know, I, I just want to. I don't want to make that um, comment. You know, but I no, with, with so uh, I want to talk about. Okay, you talk about the Bears. Yeah, makes sense. I, I think there's some pot defensively. Did they? I mean, who looked good? Oh who yeah. Was, so. Roquan Smith definitely looked like he's like keyed in, yeah. which was a a question because yep. he held out. He requested a trade. Exactly. So it looks like, which is a good sign for fucking Eberflus and his little hits fucking system. Yeah. His weird lovey Smith. They got a peanut pop. They got one of those yeah. peanut pop things, which is a staple of that defense, yeah. which it's a good sign. Game one, they do it. Yeah. But here's the frustrating part about this 4-3 defense that shell cover two. Yeah. It's so bend, don't break. Like, yeah, you're going to get to our 20 yard line a lot. Yeah. That's like yeah. the thing they're going to, they're going to either, that's what was Lovey Smith's whole thing. We're either going to cause a fumble or you're only going to get a field goal. Yeah. 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 Exactly. A lot of goal yeah. line stances. Yeah. yeah. So like, but that's, 
there were pe- people would always get 350 yards on the bears. Even, yeah. even when they were, when they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You could get yards on the bears because yeah. they were waiting for that one moment. Yeah. Where they could punch the ball out of your hands. Well, and also, you know, if you got to execute a 12 play drive, odds are you're going to fuck up once or twice on a drive and taking it being opportunistic on that drive. Yeah, I know what you mean with that. Whereas, I mean, the, the idea of a dominant defense, does that really exist? Is it possible for there to be a defense that gets like you know, three shutouts in a year? Is that even possible? James Bailey says he would hit Jennifer Coolidge. Not sexually, physically. No, I'm kidding. Yes. Uh, he's loving the Bears talk. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you Fields know. Fields is the man. I yeah. Was, that's, that's all I care about. Yeah. He so. threw the, two, the one interception, though, was absolutely his fault. He threw one pick, and it was one of those, like, early in the game, he finally got a pocket. And he tried to zip one over the top and he threw it. It was one of those plays where he was looking at the receiver and he didn't see a safety coming from the the left. And he ended up throwing it right fucking to him. So the safety just read his eyes and went to it. Yeah. 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 Do you want to go to a little Colin? Uh, but but you know I, I want to talk about yeah we can you can or, yeah you can talk about what, what yeah you want to talk and about then it. with the yeah let's go to Colin but with the Vikings oh we'll interrupt because he he ta- he's he's excited about both you know with the Vikings and, and as you know I have to assess them on a championship standard that's the standard and so when I watch the game I'm very pleased I'm very they seem very prepared they were emotionally ready for the game you know I think they really looked at the first game as being an important game. You know, and like they want to make a mark. You're playing, you know, the the best team in your division over the past how many decades for crying out loud, you know? So here's Colin talking to Greg Olson. He's going to recap the Packers loss and oh, Trey yeah. Lance and the 49ers. So this is yeah, a combo. Uh, it's interesting how it's called the Packers loss, but not the Viking win. Nope. And Trey Lance and the 49ers, not yeah. the Bears. Yeah, exactly. That's still the name. They know. They know how to do the production. So, All you know. season, I said, I think Kirk Cousins is the kind of personality. He needs support. So, you know, he got drafted. By- Prozac. <laughs> Zoloft. Zoloft. Some would say THC. Yeah. Behind Archie, three. He didn't feel love there. He goes to Minnesota. They have a defensive coach. He doesn't feel necessarily loved. Defensive yeah. coach. And uh, my takeaway was yesterday, it looked like he spent the offseason getting some love from from the coach. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'll tell you, we we were really impressed, and we had a chance to talk with with Kevin O'Connell, the new head coach. Spent the offseason getting some love from the coach, KY. You know, <laughs> here, here, here is this is good. I mean, I, I get this narrative. I think he got some Spending love from the narrative. coach, the offensive coach. I, I I like this. I mean, obviously, it's a good first step. Cousins looked good. Uh, it's it's you know you know something, Keith. It's one football game. Greg Olson, one part football of, part game. of the ninth you know? floor crew, ran trains <laughs> on bitches. <laughs> uh, one uh, uh, one game. It's an important game, and the entire tone of the game would have been different if that Packer guy caught that opening pass from Rodgers. Well, that was going to be the response. The Vikings had a great drive. Justin Jefferson is the fucking man. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's good. He is. They're calling um, him the new Cooper Cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's he, the, of a modern wide receiver. He's very much like of that mold. And they suffer is black, so it's more one of those party cups, one so, of those red ones <laughs> with scissorp and cough syrup in it. So Nyquil, Dayquil. My my my, my point with talking about them and kind of this narrative they're spinning is, uh, you know, they seem prepared. Uh, I think that they actually had a their kicking was actually really good. They kicked a 56-yard field goal. Uh, they just did a lot. Of, I mean, their defense put pressure on Rodgers consistently. But if if the, if the Packers execute that first play, 
totally different game. I think a totally different game. We talked to we talked know? to Kirk Cousins first on the production calls. Then we talked to Kevin. And I'll tell you, just hearing them both kind of compliment tell you what, one another. and He was just thinking like, Kevin O'Connell and Jesus the whole time. <laughs> the rah-rah stuff, but just as far as the approach and how aligned they were and the things they needed to understand. You know, Kirk said, listen, we were pretty good here on offense. And Kevin O'Connell didn't just come in and say, hey, nothing you did in the past. We're done with all that. This is a new kind of a new show. He said they've worked collaboratively since day one, you know, brought a lot of the stuff with him from L.A., but also kept a lot of the things that him and Justin Jefferson had a ton of success on. So I think their relationship got off to a really good start. So again, I that was I, I like this narrative. I like it. But, you know, let's see how they play next week. National televised game on the road after a very emotional win. H- how do they play? You know, yeah. how do they play in that game? So, uh, you know, uh, I think there's some good signs. Uh, it, again, this team is not going to be the same team six weeks from now because four starters will be have knee injuries. Right. So it's, oh no, that's even what they said about the Bears. That's what Bernstein said about the Bears. My guy Dan Bernstein. Yeah. He goes, injuries are going to show you who the Bears are. Yeah. At some point, like don't let let you think that they're going to be able to to out coach and out will their opponents like this at every time. Like Roquan Smith will fucking sprain his ankle. Oh yeah, and they'll have yeah. to play for a half a game or a game, and it'll be seventy five percent or something. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, he won't be as effective, you know. So yeah, it's just and the depth thing that speaks to why they changed the GM because you got to get some. The, the Vikings, I think I said this before, before you flight to Chicago, they had four, they had four th- uh, third round picks in the two thousand twenty one draft. Four, Kellen Mond was in that. Nike was in that. Nabisco, no, uh, it, it was. Uh, TWA Pan Am. They had four. They had four third round picks. They cut three of those four picks. I mean, they're, they're basically. I mean, that was them making their mark on the organization. You know, with, with, with the uh, with the new GM. You know, so they made some bold decisions, made some trades, and so this is the roster they're going with. But but they're not that deep. So when they start losing guys, you know, we'll see how they can adjust. So I'm going to inform the listeners what I'm doing yeah. here, real quick. Yeah, My mom sure. gave me this thing called the Smoke Buddy. Yeah. It's just about solved me being able to smoke during the podcast. Yeah. But what we've been <laughs> running into is when I light the bowl and set it down, the smoke comes in. Yeah. 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 So what I'm going to try and do is light the bowl, put it in the window, shut the window. Yeah. And then blow it at this. Man, you are. It's good to see you You got that creative streak. But do you know going. what I'm going to do? This will remind you of the 90s. I'm going to buy one of those metal pipes that has the screw in top on yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. The little sneak a toke thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, those things were, uh, those were the, that was the way you, uh, you traveled. I can smoke at the DMV. I a- went in the absolutely. bathroom and ripped one, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. You could sneak that in the one hitter. When the, when I first saw a one hitter, I was like, that is genius. Yeah. The one hitter is truly genius. People don't know if it's a cigarette or not. Here's know? what was great about the sixties. Cause my dad would talk about this in yeah. middle school. They would blow weed into the ceiling and I'm sure people were just like, what's that smell? Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have a, my brother and then I, I have a, a very close family friend who's, who's like family. He's two years older than me. He said when he was in junior high school, did you do this, Keith? I don't know. Were you this much of a pothead? I was not. I went to high school high one time in three years. That's it, you know? So I was pretty straight-laced in that regard. But uh, but he said, he, my, my buddy, my buddy would smoke, he, he'd smoke pot in class, in industrial arts class. 
Like, well, there were kind of chemicals in the air and like people were filing things down sparks and shit. Like there were different smells in the air. He just, he'd rip a bowl in there. You know, he'd rip yeah, a bowl. My dad in would do class. it at lunch. He would do it at lunch. Yeah. And that's when he said he would blow it and he would just go, he said he'd put the one hitter in his hand and then he would just go. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, now, it in my era, you could like smoke, but they'd be like, oh, you smell weird, Keith. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be all these weird, subtle jabs to try and get you to admit it so they could yeah. give you detention or expel you. Yeah, absolutely. They'd you know. expel you for being high. Really? Ruthless. Really? They were pretty they harsh they thought on it that. was like, oh, you must be a gangbanger. Fucking yeah, like, yeah. It just, it's the gateway drug. I'm going to teach you a lesson. You know, it's like, <laughs> what is it with the punishment? Definitely. This whole ability, definite the, calling of cops to see, to search your things. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pull you they over. They didn't know. No. Yeah. Daddy gave me this high. Yeah. Like I don't. I didn't yeah. need weed. Yeah. I smoked with my father this yeah. morning. <laughs> Shall I call my father? <laughs> and he can explain to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the situation that we is. smoked the joint together this morning and talked about our mother, the whore. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, going down that path. So with but the Vikings. Yeah. So, so with the Vikings. It's like yeah, with, with that. I mean, they, uh, you know, again, that, that first play happens, you know, because the Vikings that got the ball had an opening drive, fourth down touchdown. They made a statement on the opening drive, like, we're going to be here, we're going to do our thing. The first play, maybe you know this, the first play, Packers had a guy wide open. It would have been a 75 yard touchdown. He was wide open. He just dropped the ball. I mean, it was like he just dropped it. And then, and then you saw Rogers' facial expression. That guy, I don't think ever got a pass the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. Christian Watson. I mean, yeah. That's and, their big, it was their, their big, big draft. Oh, draft, and Colin yeah. was Christian Watson. Love the move. Yeah. Finally did it. Offensive coach. Yeah. You know, and so, and, and Rogers was, you know, he was such a smug. He was such, he was fuming. He was fuming. Coach, dinner you car. Know, he was just bar car. So that, you Amtrak. Know, <laughs> the game would have been totally different had that play happened for the pack. But the Vikings showed up and they played well. They played pretty mistake free. I want to see how they play uh, on national television after a very emotional game. Look how branded up Greg Olson is here. Yeah, no kidding. Look Jesus. at that. Obvious yesterday. Greg, you're 42. Yeah. Okay. My concern going into the game, and they answered this very quickly. You know, anytime you have a new regime, new philosophy, new coaching staff, there's usually a learning curve especially with how limited people take the preseason nowadays. Yeah. But that was hardly the case. I mean, yeah. they jumped out of the gates, opening drive, touchdown. Justin Jefferson looks better than he ever yeah. looked, which is hard to believe. Yeah, I'm really impressed with, with that Kirk Cousins, Kevin O'Connell relationship. They got weapons all over the place. Tell you, it's it, what they did yesterday, week one, new regime, new staff. Pretty impressive. So listen, I, say I, some companies. You know any companies, Greg? Packers, publicly owned. I, said, I don't know if I, I don't even know what that means, but is that yeah. Marxism? I don't know. There used to be an actual moving company, Penske, <laughs> Hertz, pre OJ. You've got kids. I've got kids. When you have kids, they make mistakes. You have to be patient. Like it becomes like an assignment as a dad. I have to be patient. So Romeo Dub. You know, earlier in one in a segment, but like an episode before they went on break. He was talking about how, like, some people are free spirits and some people are all about, like, the future. And some people yeah. are being up, my daughter, she's all about the journey. <laughs> oh, and I'm just like, woo. Oh, he's getting deep with this family. My son, he's all about the ending. He was talking about college when he was in sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. But I love him. He was like, my daughter, she's all about the journey. And I'm yeah. just like, woo. <laughs>
that fucking uh i know her name but i don't want to say it she has an instagram very yeah. she's a very she dated trey lance that's why he's all up trey lance's wow. fucking nose wow yeah so you know what people you know yeah they're happy about the vikings there was definitely some excitement but again that one play another good thing the vikings did they had a they had a four, the pack went for it on fourth down too to try to tie the game and the Vikings stuffed them, which was a, was a was a very good play. Here's what I always judge on a coaching staff, and yeah. how how was Zimmer with? How are you with their timeout calling and their and their challenging? Well, uh, they didn't have to because they because they actually ran kind of an efficient game. Like what what was that happens when you don't we'll know how to run, run things? We'll run the ball. It is they got the plays in in a consistent pace. Just getting the play in. That's all. Speaking. Let alone executing it. Just getting the play in. They couldn't do that before. Okay. So yeah. you know what I mean. You got to do those things. So I mean, there were things I think were solid. I mean, I'm getting more complex. Sidebar. Somewhere. Yeah. Did you watch Iowa play football the Ooh. last two weeks? I someone have not. Goes, yeah. Someone goes, Iowa football is setting back football a hundred years. Oh, yeah. Kirk Ferentz is a fucking dinosaur. Oh, he, he is. He's more conservative than, than Bucky, than the Badgers. Wasn't he old boy's fucking right-hand man? Wasn't he fucking uh, Alvarez's uh, Al- guy? Alvarez and Ferentz were on the same coaching staff in, in Iowa that went to the 81 and 85 Rose Bowl. So Ferentz was kind of like... You know, that Mexican went off to Wisconsin. I'll stay here at Iowa. No, 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 no. So if Barry Alvarez stays at Iowa, is Alvarez the head coach of Iowa? Well, uh, well, that's actually a good point. Well, what happened? Maybe. Because Kirk maybe. Ferentz went off with Saban, too, at some point. Well, yeah, because he was an offensive line coach for the for the Browns in the mid-90s. Like He was out, out coaching pro teams and stuff. He went back to Iowa. 99. Yeah, when Hayden Fry, you know, they've had two coaches since 1979. So it's like they have a very rigid way of doing things. And and, and they got to think outside the box a little bit. They, they are more conservative than Bucky. And that's saying something because Bucky is very Goldwater-like in its conservativeness. <laughs> God, they have some athletes. God forbid them down the field and throw a pass what do you think stops them honestly from getting like a dynamic blue chip quarterback is it just like i don't want to fuck around in madison you know well this the the college is actually fun as hell i mean they're an hour from chicago yeah it's a the college is is, it's a great college town there's no doubt about that but uh they have such an identity as being a running team that no quarterback thinks they can actually like it it's very much a system quarterback we're going to run first we're going to have a huge offensive line that, that that's what we're going to do and be very efficient in the passing game but we're not going to use the passing game i mean they still run the eye sometimes they have fullbacks and crap i mean they have a very old school at the same time you can say well, why would you change it they've been pretty successful with it they play in january first games but they're never going to be in the college playoff it's just never going to happen because they're just not that good so yeah iowa though was it just like th- i mean just they couldn't Dude, even throw a football they won their first game seven to three with two safeties right? two safeties and a field goal that's amazing second game amazing. they lose to iowa state 10 to 7 they've scored 14 points in two games Ooh. and kirk ferentz is just like you know, I see positives. Ugh. I see positives. We're going to keep rolling. I have full confidence in our garbage quarterback who can't throw. There's one dude on the Pat McAfee show who's an Iowa alum, and he goes, Petrus is his name, something Petrus. Yeah, yeah. He goes, until he graduates, I'm not watching Iowa football. Yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm a fan. I'll root for the team. He goes, but I am never subjecting four hours of my time again yeah, yeah. until that fucking guy isn't quarterback for the team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was yeah. there ever a moment in Bucky football before during Alvarez where you're like, I can't wait till this fucking guy graduates? Uh, Well, they all, I mean, their quarterbacks were always like, 
they had a kind of a bad run pass. Mike Samuel was a guy who could also run a little Bevel bit too. Bevel was good. Bevel was very much a run pass guy. He wasn't the greatest quarterback, but he was decent for their system. Well, and he, had a, he became a coach. He became a coach. Oh, absolutely. Offensive coach. You know, he also did a two-year mission. So when he was their quarterback, when they won their first Rose Bowl, he was, he was older than Brett Favre. He was 25 years old and in the Rose Bowl. That's one of the reasons. He's literally a man going up against 20-year-olds. The, the window you know? move? Genius. The what? The, the window move? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Genius. absolutely. Well done. So, yeah, I think with, I mean, with Alvarez, that's why, again, the only, the only true experience I got with great quarterback play was the one year of Russell Wilson. When they had Russell Wilson for one year, their offense was, was amazing. They, they averaged 44 points a game. Did you hope like, oh, maybe this opened their eyes and they'll try and get another one? Well, they tried getting this guy. Danny O'Brien was a transfer from Maryland the next year. We're going to capture the same magic. And he was an abomination to the sport of football. <laughs> he was an abomination. He couldn't, he, he, his passing, he didn't know where anyone was on the field. He had no idea how to process information. Russell Wilson, when I saw him play, I was like, this guy is so smart. He's one of the smartest quarterbacks. Uh, he's amazing. His decision yeah, making Watson, is great. Kids, you know, they're going to have drops. I mean, think about this. They come from small colleges. Their first pro game. Pepperdine. <laughs> Drake. Hofstra. Is an rival on the road. And, and you were in that stadium. Occidental. That is one of the five loudest places on the earth for a football game. And it's like, yeah, Christian Wat Watson dropped it. And Romeo dubs miscommunication. What Watson, Microsoft, Bill Gates, <laughs> Tom Watson. Exactly. Bothered me was Aaron. Don't ghost him until the second half. Like, come right back to him. This is hard. And this is my, I know I come across as Mr. Negative with Aaron, but it's like, you got to bake in patience with kids from small schools that come to the NFL. Peyton Manning told me last week. These guys haven't gotten their yeah. dick sucked. Yeah, no. <laughs> Aaron's raped. These guys are virgins. Do you know how dirty college football is? I mean, what what they? I think they probably still do it. They would literally just they would promise you women when you went to school there. Like they would recruit players. Like in the like eighties, you know, it's like college football back then was it was truly the wild west. Yeah. Mistakes. Doesn't Aaron have to understand? This is what it's going to look like. You got to put your arms around some of these mistakes. Yeah, and I think he will. I, I think I think Aaron knew going now into that. Yeah. Yeah, so I, Justin you know, Fields credit side of oh, oh yeah, I want to hear him. I want to hear him. Yeah. So I think that's where people need to just keep it together, right? The R E L A X, the relaxed thing from you know that that Rogers was famous for years back. Like they're gonna figure it out. Week one was not what they wanted, but I don't think we write them off just yet. Of course. So not. I watched uh, as a kid that grew up in Washington State and played in rain. I love rain games. And so, you know, the Bears and the Niners was a mess. But here's where I'll give Justin Fields credit. First of all, not a great offensive front. He was running a lot, but he mostly avoided contact. He understood. Sometimes Trey Lance would put his head down and burrow into guys. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It hurts him to have to admit this. Yeah, you can yeah. tell. <laughs> They probably spent the whole four-hour pre-show. Do I really have to give Fields credit? Yeah. It's a defensive coach. <laughs> That'll be it. How much Justin Fields has overcome Matt Eberflus. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That'll be his story. That'll be the storyline. He yeah. should overcome the anchor that is his defensive coach. <laughs> Not FCS football, bro. You cannot. He said something. I, I, I wonder if it's this. He goes, Eberflus is a defensive guy. He's going to be conservative. Yeah, yeah, just you think that automatically? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. No, 
I mean, it's not do that. He was the passing game coordinator in Dallas for well, Dak's exactly. first two years. But people have to realize that defensive coordinators have to understand offense. They have to react to offense. Here's what I think. You know? He he and he's explained it. He thinks defensive coaches don't know how to kind of coddle the offensive players. Like they know how to make an Erlacher. They know how to make a Lance Briggs. Yeah, but like. They don't know how to fucking relate to a Russell Wilson or or yeah. a, or the mentality of a dynamic athlete, yeah, an MVP yeah, yeah, athlete. Yeah. Like the defensive guys don't get it. To get the best out of them, yeah. too. You know, you exactly. need an offensive yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's a. So that's yeah. why he loves O'Connell because O'Connell, you know, they just share a playbook mentally. They're yep. in telepathy mode. They go to therapy together. <laughs> they burn incense. Yeah, you know, it's. A, that yep. like somehow Kevin O'Connell can understand Kirk Cousins so much more than Zimmer did just because O'Connell's an offensive coordinator. Yeah, the, the one thing, yeah, exactly. I, I think you know they've tried to very much have an. I've watched during the off season a lot. The OTA, they keep saying the word culture to the point that's bothering the shit out of me. <laughs> We're trying to have a new culture. I in think here. that's Quit also saying the word. That's culture. also letting you know yeah. that z- that's just there's no Zimmer anymore. There's no more Spielman that's them either. Saying that guy you know? was a dick. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like so. I, I, and what I what I heard Alex Boone. Alex Boone was a podcast up in the Twin Cities area. He was a guard for the 49ers and the Vikings. He went to the joint practice they had with the he's 49ers. Skull North. So yeah, yeah, he gets interviewed and stuff, and and he was like. And he's not, you know, he's not a homer, but he was just like, I went to that dual practice and I talked to a bunch of Viking guys and they were all like, dude, it is a different regime in here right now. It's I mean, funny. He's, you know, so you listen to Skull North yeah. and my Bears podcast. It's so much more Chicago. It's Hogan Johns. <laughs> Just the last name well, of two bear it, reporters. It, it, it's the mo. It's the more like cynical sort of perspective. You know what I mean? Like they, they they think like they think the score north guys up in Minnesota are just these haters. I'm like, you people are so thin skinned. It's such white Minnesota lily whiteness going on up there. It is. I, I cannot believe they're objective. Oh, exactly. They, they see, we're assessing them on a championship standard, and, and they and, and they were very much like saying the weaknesses of the team that I think are very accurate. But they were excited by yesterday's game. They were like, there are some real positives here. Obviously. You know, it's like, see, that's why I'm glad Bernstein still keeps it real because I don't need a podcast because yeah. Dan Bernstein is there to hate on the Bears. For yeah, you, exactly. To be real. <laughs> like he even said he goes he, when he said he goes, they finally outsmarted and stole a game. He goes, injuries will thin them out. Like yeah. they will be shown to be a bad team. Later. Yeah. He goes, maybe they can win six or seven games. Yeah. But anything beyond that, it's just not possible. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you you know, and that with the Vikings, similar thing will happen. So like, a lot of people now got them going 13 and four. A lot of people, a lot of people are on the Colin bandwagon now. I thought Justin did a Zadarius Smith and Hunter are totally good. I almost picked up Irv on the wire because fucking Kittle went down, but I couldn't fucking do it in time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but the fact is Hunter's played seven games in two years and Zadarius Smith has played like 13 games in two years. They haven't been healthy. So they got it. Zadarius Smith was great yesterday. He was very good. He had a good sack. He he had a play on AJ Dillon where he, he burst through. He literally physically ran over AJ Dillon. Like AJ Dillon is a large man. I mean, oh, he yeah. was possessed that game. So, so I mean, there's positives, but you know, good let's see how they do next week. National televised disasters. Game. The other thing was, a lot of their offense was Justin making plays. Play breaks down off script. And his numbers aren't great. But I thought Justin had a certain self-awareness. Look, I'm calling by his first name now. <laughs> getting breakdowns. 
<laughs> I'm only going to get two or three big throws in this game against this defense. And even though their numbers are very similar, I thought Justin played, in my opinion, late. You know, he's throwing different stuff at you late. You haven't practiced this stuff, right? These aren't the plays that you came into the game with. I thought Justin Fields was kind of a gamer. I was I was impressed late with him. Your thoughts? Yeah, we were able to catch a little bit of that game. What do you think about me being wrong? <laughs> Your thoughts on my Olsen, thoughts? Olsen coming. He's, he's, he's trying to have a faith, you know. Um, have a presence. Waiting for our kickoff. Uh, to go back real quick, I why again? Do you like can you explain to me why did the Bears ever get rid of him? He was a totally good tight they end. They traded him for uh, Brandon Marshall. It worked for it. it if yeah. Cutler could have pulled it together and they could have got him a line, they really could have done some damage. Yeah. But then that also lined up. They got that was the Tressman era. Oh man, they had a slick offense. They went like eight and two. Yeah. And then Tressman lost the locker room because he was a fucking twink. Yeah. And they went eight and eight. And wow. didn't make the playoffs. What, what, yeah, what did Tressman do wrong? What, what, he what was just his? wouldn't, like, I think something happened in the locker room that, like, well, the start of it really was, like, they, the offense had a bad game. Yeah. And they kind of want you as a coach to go on TV and be like, we're going to fix this. We're going to adjust yeah. it. It's my, it's on me. And he kind of was like, oh, well, it's whatever. Like, he was very vague and wow. wouldn't take responsibility for, like, his system. He was He cuck. was the new offensive guy. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that a lot of people in the locker room were like, fuck this dude. Yeah. <laughs> so then when stuff really started breaking down and he went on TV and was just like, well, we need to get ourselves together and, like, finally started being publicly uh, dema more demanding, yeah. they were yeah. like, fuck you, and it just fell apart. Wow. I, I was watching a highlight of the 83 Orange Bowl. Okay, that was Bernie Kosar, Miami, Florida, beating Nebraska, who averaged Curly mullet, yeah, 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 yeah draping yeah, on the back of the helmet. Absolutely, Nebraska averaged fifty-two points a game that year. They averaged they scored six hundred and twenty-four points, Keith, in an eleven-game college football yeah. season. Play Miami, Florida, Miami, Florida. Howard Schnellenberger was the coach. Do you know who the offensive coordinator was? Fucking uh, who? Mark Tressman. Mark Tressman. They're like, oh, an offensive recent graduate from the University of he uh, went, Minnesota. He was the uh, Minnesota. He was the offensive coordinator for the Ravens when they beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. No, he, he's he, not. I always said if they would have hired Tressman as an offensive coordinator and kept Lovey Smith, they would have won a Super Bowl. You know, because it was Cutler in his yeah. peak bear. Yeah, they had Brandon Marshall. Fucking Erlacher was still around. Des Clark, I think, still out there. <laughs> who is? I got, I got a, this is a question out of left field for you. Totally out of left field. When you think of a bear that truly, that bothered you the most, is there a bear that truly you didn't like that you were like, I don't like this guy? Rick Meyer, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Was he bad? What it was a, awful. What an awful trade that was. Oh, my God. I mean, God. they traded multiple first round picks for him. It's wow. It's, um, and they're, wow. And I, that, it's your Herschel I trust Walker the current trade? regime of yeah. doing it more now. The bears have always thought like we can prove other people wrong. Yeah, they yeah. were all about trading for a bust. Yeah, in hopes that they could fucking yeah do something, resurrect yeah. him. Yeah, come there. Cordell Stewart, uh, Chris Chandler, slash. Yeah, they had so many. Jason Campbell, remember him being the quarterback? They have had some rotten. Quarterbacks. I think Scott Mitchell might have thrown a pass or two. Yeah, for the Bears yeah, at he some was point. The, Moses Moreno, remember yeah. him? You know, I Henry mean, Burris. Yeah, and then there was this uh, guy <laughs> threw for nine thousand yards in the CFL. Henry Burris will be our savior. <laughs> wow, we're gonna finish this Colin clip. Yeah. My camera's dying. We're and then we're gonna go to break. Exactly. Because I grew up in Washington State, and it rained Washington State, fucking <laughs> Tacoma, Seattle, Boeing, Walla Walla. 
Boeing. It's almost yeah, I guess Michael just had no choice. I guess <laughs> I despised rain games. I there was nothing worse to me. I'd rather play in minus twenty. I'd rather play in 160 degrees. When it rained, I hated it. My gloves were wet. My feet were wet. You couldn't stay. Dr- the ball was wet. Everything sucked. I uh, I don't necessarily agree with that point. I agree with you on a lot of things. That's one we're going to have to agree to disagree. But anyway, back to your point. That field yesterday was insane. It's like it's never held. That's why they need yeah. to go to Arlington. Exactly. That, that was an example. Yeah, CJ was saying, he's like, they got to go to Arlington now. Man. Yeah. Water yeah. before. I've never seen water puddle. It Quite is like that again, in a game where they're actually- it's a throwback to old school. It's still 70s and 80s there. <laughs> Conference, but I think they can be competitive if he can just kind of keep more. Alive. Hell yeah. I don't know if anyone's saying they're going to challenge for the division or challenge for the conference, but I think they can be competitive if he can just kind of keep more in lines of like he did yesterday. So one of the things I noticed. Over so the- we'll shut that up right away. We don't compliment the Bears. <laughs> so I'm going to pivot because you said they're going to yeah. compete. Uh, you want to go to break here? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. So let's, I got some stuff here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some commercials here from 1995. We'll be back on the other side. I don't know why I'm doing the, the British USA thing. Is to you by this is AT&T. Keith Tazel. We'll be back with You're more Emmys, choice. maybe a little Monday Night Raw, more Monday Night Football. We'll see you on do the you other side. Do you dial 1-800-CALL-ATT to make a call with your calling card or to make a collect call? Yes. If you know the code, you know 1-800-CALL-ATT works with calling cards and for collect calls. It It does does both. both. Like a magic key that unlocks any phone anywhere. For card calls or collect calls, you'll always get AT&T's best deal if you know the code. Dial 1-800-C-A-L-L-A-T-T. The only number you need when you're away from home. That's your true choice, AT&T. Hyperkeratosis? Symptom. Persistent, itchy, flaky scalp. Solution. Neutrogena T-Gel. It works. Neutrogena T-Gel Shampoo. The fact that dairy foods and my stomach don't agree won't keep me from enjoying every bite of ice cream. I just take new lactate extra strength. It has 50% more of the natural ingredient that helps me digest dairy. Mm. New lactate extra strength for the love of dairy. Uh, you wear them uh, on your head when you rub a bag. The game is taboo. How would you get your team to guess the secret word without using the five best clues? And you give it to people, to your friends, so that they'll think you're in Tahiti and they're not. A postcard! postcard. Right! You have, you have, they're in their mouth. Yaga! What would be on a custom-made shirt? Sleeves. Are any of these words helping you? Play taboo at your next party from Milton Bradley. I need a new team. You'll find the best gifts of the season and the best values of the year. We're doing what's sparkles. Doing what's new. Sharing the magic. Making wishes come true. We're doing more trimming. Stringing more lights. Decking more halls. Dreaming up white nights. Doing it right, JC. We have locations all across the country and lots of ways to help you all around the store. We've got presents to go. We're wrapping your Doing hassle-free returns. Doing gift certificates. Our book's always open. Do more games and toys. More colors and sizes. More holiday joys. We're doing it right. JCPenney. The value leader. Doing it right. If you find a lower price on the same item within 30 days, JCPenney will gladly refund the difference. Vampire 
Virus, a nasty little problem. I was bitten by a vampire. The solution, a vampire hunt. Carry across some holy water, a wooden stick. To plunge into the blood-gorged chest of a vampire. <laughs> Dracula the Series, Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on the Sci-Fi Channel. Make contact. Call your cable company to get the Sci-Fi Channel now. During the past 50 years, this award-winning journalist has reported on wars, presidential debates, and a woman who was mauled by her own fur coat. He's been seen by millions of people, but you won't see him till next year when Weekly World News premieres January 6th on USA. Guarding the girls' dorm is the norm. The all-new Campus Cops premiering January 6th at 9.30, 8.30 Central. Saturday night is something else on USA. And now, back to Home for Christmas on USA. USA's holiday movie special will continue right after these messages. So, Tony's the one? Well, he believes in total honesty. He shares the remote control, and he's into leather. Get into leather. English leather. My dad has been my dentist since my first tooth has come in. This is the first toothpaste that he's ever sent me. This is Tartar Control Mentadent with fluoride, baking soda, and peroxide. Mentadent helps stop tartar before it forms. Tartar Control Mentadent. It has everything. It seems like just yesterday that Dave Metcalf and his son Terry did everything together. But, as they often do, things changed. Then, Dave got USSB on his new 18-inch digital satellite system. USSB is a new entertainment experience with his favorite channels in digital sound and picture. Now, Dave and Terry are looking at things in a whole new light. I'm here at Mulots to prove that new Ultra Ivory can clean the toughest greasy pots and pans. Hi! Who is this guy? I'll buy you dinner if you'll clean the blackened steak pan. Here's the pan. Oh, no. And we'll add a little ivory. This is new Ultra Ivory. It's concentrated. Just to prove how tough it is. Oh, no, no! spice. No other liquid cuts tough grease better than new Ultra Ivory, even in cool water. I didn't believe it would do it. Look at that. Well, I guess I owe you for dinner now. New Ultra Ivory. Tough on pans, not on hands. Finding out Little Caesar's new stuffed crust pizza is a better deal at only $7.99 results in a kind of wacky happiness. A large cheese and pepperoni stuffed crust pizza. Carried out at Little Caesar's, a better deal at just $7.99. Pizza, pizza. Now get any of Little Caesar's pizzas delivered right to your door. Hey, beautiful toga. <laughs> USA's Saturday matinee will continue after these messages. Looking for authentic NFL stuff? Check out the NFL Team Shop on QVC. Monday nights at 8. We've got your favorite stuff from your favorite teams. The NFL Team Shop. It's hot stuff. Who's got my stuff? 
Moser's Clothing Store is a complete men's clothing store. Moser's offers a wide variety of men's quality clothes at very reasonable prices. Moser's carries the Viking line of sewing machines, fulfilling a promise of quality, a promise of ease, a promise of a more beautiful you. With a Viking sewing machine, the power to make anything you sew more beautiful rests at your fingertips. Come into Moser's Clothing Store today, located in downtown Ellensburg. And now back to Home for Christmas, starring Howard Hessler. Wednesday's Saturday matinee will continue. We asked some of the hottest new comics on stage to switch antiperspirants and try Degree. See, think this stuff works, huh? As your body heat rises, Degree releases extra protection. I'm dry, I feel great, I feel protected. Degree, for an extra degree of protection. Bacon, bacon, where's the bacon? I smell bacon, 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 gotta be bacon, only one thing smells like bacon, that's bacon! Bacon, 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 there! From that bag, what's it say? I can't read! Please, please, give me what's in the bag! Chewy, yummy, smoky bacon! There you go. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, no, 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 it's bacon! No, it's bacon strips, brand dog snack from Purina. Bacon strips, dogs don't know it's not bacon. It's bacon! Touch the future at Radio Shack. Touch total image video. Aptiva from IBM. Touch theater sound. Touch a complete multimedia experience. The IBM Aptiva has it all and more. Touch it for yourself at Radio Shack. And with special credit terms, we'll not only help you touch the future, we'll help you own it. Radio Shack. You've got questions, we've got answers. The Maglite Flashlight, the world's finest, crafted from solid aircraft aluminum, sealed at each end with high-grade rubber O-rings, with an exclusive patented self-cleaning switch and a patented adjustable beam. The Maglite Flashlight, American-made to be brighter, tougher, more dependable. The Maglite is a work of art that works. A Maglite Flashlight is the brilliant gift idea for any occasion. Free refried beans. Big on taste, short on fat. Old El Paso. Where to get beans? your vegetables in a microwave to retain their maximum minerals and vitamins. Simply healthy. Simply Samsung. How many germs are riding on that school bus? Millions, plus my two kids. But at least I know they're coming home to Safeguard. Safeguard antibacterial soap eliminates more than 99% of germs. Safeguard the ones you love. Safeguard against germs. All the men in Noreen's life are dying to bomb the question. Where is Noreen? Where's the money? Where is the $3 million? Julianne Phillips, A. Martinez. Where's the money, Noreen? From USA Pictures. Tomorrow at 6. 
submitted for your approval. Could it be? It's the zone, Gary. Wyatt and Gary are trapped here in the sci-fi zone. Weird Science on USA, coming up next. And now back to Home for Christmas, starring Howard Hessman and Love Hewitt. The USA Movie is brought to you by AT&T, your true choice. Here's Little Caesars has run promotions with many of its neighbors. Two pizzas and a back row. Two pizzas and a colorful fish. And some chattering teeth. And this thing. And one of our most popular, the perm. I'll never top that one. Finally, two pizzas and a movie. Wow. It's the Blockbuster Video Pizza Pizza Deal. Buy a top-of-the-line Little Caesars Pizza Specialty Pizza, medium one-topping pizza, and get a free Blockbuster Video rental when you rent two. Pizza Pizza. The USA Friday Night Movie will continue. Service is a hallmark of all successful businesses. Without quality service, everyone suffers. At McKinney's Autoglass, we have built our reputation for giving you only the best products with caring service. It is our goal to treat every customer with respect and in a manner that will reflect our commitment to service. When you need your windshield replaced or repaired, give us a call. Thank you for trusting us at McKinney's Auto Glass. We're at home under the blue sign on South First Street. Okay, everybody. Presenting the trouble with we money. We are back. We'll Designing make it official. Excellent, man. Welcome. Thank you for tuning into the second half of the show. Hang on. Something happened. It froze. Absolutely. No problem. You know, it's, is this the Emmys or is this just the show? No, the Emmys. <laughs> no, this is the commercials. I'll oh, it's all trying to Emmys. look like that. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. The, the, the viewing palette is so different now. Again, just the way information is parsed out. I, I told you I've been going down the YouTube uh, uh, rabbit hole of watching old football games from like the 70s and early 80s. It's just the way it's presented is so fundamentally different now, you know, but that that's the way I remember it being a kid. So I have a, re a real nostalgia for it, but it's it's such a different experience now, the way it's shown. Plus, like in 78, the graphics were still super crude. 79 and 80, they, it started, they started to up their game a little bit, you know. I'm sure it's it froze the can like the actual like the I can see the camera going. I'm just watching the side stream and making sure like mm -hmm. we're actually good. But I want to maintain talking. But as yeah, of absolutely. right now, yeah, my yeah. interface is frozen. Okay, okay. We're moving in the cameras, but yep. like the timer is not moving. The audio meter is stuck. Okay, okay. Uh, it's, we, we seem to be still streaming. Uh, we're it's still in the commercial, so I think people can hear us. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I will go to the Emmys. But yeah, we can't fucking do shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you until hear you. until this fucking mouse, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we get should we get the Emmys on? Check out. Yeah, that, that, that was a pretty good moment. That was that opening woman winning that uh, Emmy. That was uh, wow. That was uh, I don't know if it was inspirational or if it was just weird or a little bit of both or oh, just people who died. Yeah, probably. Or no, a stunt. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I want to. 
Well, we can't listen to the music. That's for God. Oh, that's sure. right. You're right. Yeah, is that is that John Legend <clears throat> or who is that? Is that uh, you know? Oh, yeah, some Seinfeld actors. There we go. John Madden. Oh yeah. Well, he is a TV guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Vince Scully. You know. Michelle Nichols. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, man. I mean, there's only George Takai is left and Shatner, and that's it from the original show. You know, from the original show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would suck if I have to stop the show because it's stuck like this. James Kahn, you know. You know, him passing, you know. Gilbert, yeah, that's right. God, yeah, a bunch of people left the this mortal coil, you know. Man. Yeah, Dean Stockwell, I think, was a child actor for years. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, I figured out how to do it without Good. moving the shit. Good. Louis Anderson. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing, Dreams. Oh. Anne Heche. Yep. Hold on. Performer. Ray Liotta, performer. Yes, they perform, Ray Liotta. Sidney Poitier finally died. He was deep into his 90s. Deep into his 90s. You know. I'm trying to figure out where the mouse is without... Oh, it's in. I yes. did it. Yep, you did it. Good job. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. All right, we're back. I can't tell we're back on the thing, so if you're... Yeah, yeah. If you are chatting, I apologize, but we're fucking back. Things on me. <laughs> look at this cast. Oh, yeah. Look at Taylor Swift. She's going to act the fuck out of this. Oh, absolutely. She's like, Lady Gaga's not stealing my fucking thunder. Amsterdam? What, what, what's this? What, is it, is this I don't know. Like it's that? just some big epic. I don't know if it's <laughs> Lars von Trier, but it's God. some fucking epic. The people they put on the rock, man. Rock is, man. Chris Rock deserves credit. He broke through. He worked his ass off, and he is uh, uh, reaping the fruits of his labor. So anyway, you know? let's get into the TV league now. Yeah, absolutely. As you all know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the opening of the TV League. Do we have any special music for the TV League? Because it is our, it is a, a staple of the second half. No, but I do want to get more. Like I, I want it to be like a dun, dun, like an NBA exactly, 80s exactly. fucking... Yeah. Something like that. So here is the formula for this year. This is the qualifications and the point system for the season this year. And I will go to it right now. I have to actually watch the stream to make sure that things are happening. <laughs> I understand, man. It's fine. It's fine. So again, the TV league, uh, the last 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 season's winner. Who was the last season's winner? Do you do you remember who who it was? NCIS back yeah. to back. Yeah. NCIS exactly. and Paramount, as far as the broadcaster goes, and that's another thing. I have accurate broadcaster standings. There's two championships: show and broadcaster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because it, it is. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be Grey's Anatomy, but Grey's Anatomy was still in the top like five or certainly top ten. 
But now we so have a we new go. league starting the season up. is the length of the United States network television schedule. The scoring formula applies to any show on the U.S. television schedule and streaming series ratings list and popularity list. The first place show on any above list receives 25 points. The second place finisher, 18 points with 15, 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2 and 1 points for positions three through the end, respectively. Okay. The shows that increase their viewership or popularity from the week before receives a bonus 25 points regardless of placement. Wow. Reruns count, but don't receive a bonus for increased viewership. Okay. Because they okay. just don't calculate it. Okay. It just tells you where it placed as far as total viewers. Past champions, NCIS, and Paramount back-to-back. Now, here are the current standings. I wish there was a way for me to split, like, the TV. I tried to get the streaming fucking website down let me try and get spectrum back up here spectrum was working like the streaming web page yep, yep and then the second i tried to like split page it and watch it next to something else it was just like nope no not allowed yeah so but okay so yeah. they're a weird conglomerate we're like we want you to watch on our internet on one device yeah without yeah. any web page we don't want you to make sure you're not sharing our, our product so yeah, very much controlling the platforms that you can watch them on. Yeah, you know. Let's see if it works. Yeah, I don't think it's going to. It's okay. It's just going to tell me it does, but we'll have it available if need be. Okay, okay. So here are the new Formula TV championships. We have the show championship. Two weeks in, we have 164 shows. Wow, that's a lot. It's a lot. So number one, Big Brother at 231 points. Was that that ABC show? With the, with the, 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 the hidden camera type stuff, Big yeah. Brother. Wow! And then I'll pull up the uh, I have I have screenshots. Uh, of I the am uh, that that, I, that one is uh, that's surprising to me. You know, you pull this up. Uh, yeah, Rick and Morty number two, two hundred and eleven points. That's getting a lot of straight. I think either the new season aired on TV, so yeah. now people are watching it like catching up with it or the new season might have aired on streaming like i think it might be a streaming only show now I, I, and they're I, like showing it after on adults it's huge rick and morty is a huge show correct like it's yeah the hipsters love it too yeah i mm. number three yellowstone 205 points building a slow but steady climb up game of thrones is hot because of oh, the yeah. house of the dragon you, you just show. got released exactly so oh, it's got oh. 200 yellowstone and game of thrones are tied that's another thing about the cool point system a lot of ties. Yeah. Because there's really only two ways for shows to go up where they're placed in the bonus 25 points. Yeah. So the equivalents end up like, like, you yeah. know, fucking 25 plus 18 is 43. So there's yeah. a lot of shows that got 43 points. Like yeah. there's a lot of ties and neck and neck shit. Okay, cool. Like these are really your big shows, your triple digits shows. What else is in there? Uh, NCIS, 184 yep. points. Really yep. building it. The new season hasn't aired yet, so it's not getting the... God. It's not really hitting number one, and they really hold off on the reruns to make you fucking want to fucking... Yeah. Really fucking <laughs> rubbing their dick around your lab, <laughs> getting you ready for that 20th season or that 19th sure. season. Sure. Better Call Saul, 115 points. People still watch it, probably because of the Emmys, because yeah. people are catching up to see... Why do people want Bob Odenkirk to... And then America's Got Talent was number one for a while, but it just, the streaming ratings coming in knocked it down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we have House of the Dragon, 137 points. That's the new Game of Thrones show. Okay. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But that shows how good Game of Thrones yeah. is, is that people yeah. are like, oh, I'm going to rewatch Game of Thrones now. There's also wow. just more to it. 
So people get done watching the two or three episodes. I, I never of the watched Game of Thrones. Never watched it. And then rounding out the triple digit shows is 127 points for Master Chef. Oh yeah, no, yeah. The, the, so yeah, there's some, there's some. I mean, there's some crossover from the previous year, but there's some new. I'm surprised by the leader, that, but that, then the he, Big Brother. That that's like a whoa. And that, then we got Blue Bloods at 93, Sandman at 81. But it's not far off. You catch a couple of first places, yeah. with an, and then if so, if you're Sandman has been steady number two or three, so that means if it gets to twenty five, it's a definite increase. So that's fifty, right? Like, and it gets to twenty five by top. going up one, just one notch. If it, uh, no, just get, an increase. Just okay. It, yeah. The list will tell me like wow. what percentage okay. of it, increased viewership it is. Good. No, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and then, man. Tw- and then you get to, and then twenty five points is also first place if you were number one in total viewership. Yep. Okay. Like, watch. I'll I'll show you this website and a perfect example. Oh yeah. No, no, it's all good, man. I mean, I know I want to show you this. Yeah, I yeah. want to show you, man. What if I'm fucking <laughs> no, sit down, stay. I want to show you. Look at Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. Look, at him. still maintaining relevance. We were doing a deep into his. We 70s. were doing an open mic in the park. Yeah. Also, NFL football has entered the TV league. OK. Yeah. Uh, we were doing an open mic in the park and they were filming Patrick Stewart's fucking stupid Star Trek show that he does now. Really? And one of the comics did a bit about him being gay. And I was just like, I think he's straight. Yeah. But then part of me imagined Patrick Stewart hearing us on the microphone and just being like, what? I what? You accuse me of what? More I don't. <laughs> like, just speaking in that I voice want, Here's what I, I, I want your advice on something. Because NFL football is now a part of the league. Yeah. Should I also include these weird, like the OT, NFL overrun, and football, like the pregame and postgame? Nah, to me, nah. that's an extension of the main show. Yeah, yeah. Just, just the game itself. I just give this whole chunk 25 points. Yeah. Um, but look at that, 18 million for NFL football. So NFL football, wow. which is Sunday night football, got 25 points. By the way, can I just say one thing? Chris Collinsworth. What, what was the deal? Does he have yeah, COVID? You no, know, buddy. Does he have yeah, COVID? I mean, he sounded terrible. You know? Oh, yeah. He's got that voice. What? I mean, <coughs> I think he was sick or something, man. So that means 60 Minutes got eight or got 18 points. Celebrity Family Feud got 15. Didn't get that increase in viewership. You see how it's got that negative 12? Yeah. Big Brother got 12 points, but it got that plus 25. Yeah. So that's 33, right? Or whatever. I've, I've been good at knowing what the calculations mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is pretty much how it goes. And then Monarch, that, that country show finally. Oh, oh yeah. Susan Sarandon. And, yeah. and where, how many points does that have? Uh, let's see. Let's go to the old. I can find them quick. I figured out how to find everything so quick. Oh, wait. I got to extend it. Sorry, guys. And then we'll go back to the Emmys. Uh, seven points on the series debut. Okay, okay. So you know it didn't didn't embarrass itself. You know that's no. a solid showing. It's got the Sarandon star power and Toby Keith. Didn't doesn't didn't Toby Keith have that song "Boot Up Your Ass"? Didn't he sing that after September 11th? We'll put a boot in your ass. Okay, that was one of his songs. Yeah, you know, it was like talking to Muslims. And that We're seven put points a boot in your ass. That seven points comes <laughs> because it play. It got six <laughs> points for where the it got six points for where the premiere placed. Yeah, and then they showed a rerun later on that placed like eight, so it got okay. the extra point for oh, that. Okay, but again, um, the, the, but the idea at, of boot in your ass. You have to admit that. that, 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 that that's some. 
That's some right wing populist uh, So right now, right here's now. your basement dwellers. You got Murder, She Wrote. You got Paper Girls, which is an Amazon show. You got Riverdale, which really hasn't started. That's just one little okay. random streaming point okay. that it got. We got the Goldberg Star, Star Trek Lower Decks, Law and Order. Law and Order is doing a big three show epic premiere event. Wow. In the next two weeks. Hoping to make a splash, right? Yeah. Hoping to make a splash. And then you can really tell people want to make something that, oh, we want people to stream this later. Like they really are getting the sense that like you have to have a combo. Wow. Like look at the broadcaster ratings right and, here. And so how do they go about doing that? By having like a three hour splash like episode like that? Well, or, just uh, yeah. ju- judging some interest of like something that's going to make them want to go to Peacock and when they're there, stay there. Yeah. That's why Renee Zellweger got a TV show. Let's give her this little mini series. People will fucking want to watch Jerry Maguire after that's on yeah, Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. Literally like bundling it that way. So right now, right. Paramount and Disney are one and two. Paramount's got 1,469 points. That means the combined Paramount Ooh. shows in the show rankings have 1,469 points. Wow. Disney, second place, 1,179 points. These are your conglomerates. Paramount has CBS on network. Yeah. Uh, Paramount Plus for streaming. Disney has Hulu. They have a fucking, they yeah. have ABC. So yeah. college football is ESPN fucking in is there, Disney. Feeding into it. And then Warner is number three, third place, 899. They really only have cable. They don't get the broadcast rating. So yeah. they really are only riding on the back of streaming. Yeah. And shows that are on Netflix, but they produced. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and then Amazon is 646. They got a lot of shows. But for some reason, there are a lot of shows that people watch them and then they're like, okay, I'm done. The boys is really, the boys reacher are really the two shows where people the, are the, like, they're, oh, they're I the watch anchor this. of the network. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Netflix, which is 489. Um, it seems like Netflix, you really see the classic example of them being watered down. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. they have a lot of shows on the show list, but it's all like 30 points, 20 yeah. points, 26 points. Like yep. it's, they don't have a lot of bangers. Yeah. A lot of NCISs and fucking. And that's the thing. They have NCIS and Criminal Minds, but they don't get the credit for it because that's a Paramount production. Oh, interesting. They're the engine for it. Yeah. Uh, and then going down, you have Comcast at 438. That's your Peacock and NBC. Uh, really pathetic that they got their network and streaming combo and they only have 438 points. And like Paramount has their same model and they're up there in the thousands. Wow. Well, the content of the shows on Paramount, they're just better. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's basically what it is. CW, 258 points. That's pretty goddamn good for fucking coming in last place every week. Yeah. That's 258 yeah. hard-earned. <laughs> One point, two points. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Getting an increase in viewership, getting that bonus the 25. The war of attrition. The bonus 25 is important to shows like Riverdale. Yeah. And yeah, fucking exactly. and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. And then you have uh, Stars, which pretty much only has wow. the 50-cent power shows. Wow. And then Apple is that Apple low? has 29. They really only have Ted Lasso and they got a Jesus show. That's on the, that's rating right now. Wow. Ted Lasso. Are they is going thing. Christian? Is, is no, it, they just read, they bought rights to a lot of shit. So they're probably showing a lot of like low oh, budget. They probably fucking stuff bought a lot of fucking yeah. production houses. Yeah. Yeah. They got Charlie Brown now. <laughs> PBS they, got two points. Call the midwife. Got two points. Wow. But but Paramount, yeah, Paramount, I mean, that's the network you always hear about, so that makes sense. This, but then here's your scoring system makes sense. Here's your big powerhouses, Equalizer, Frazier, Frazier, P, uh, Bob Hart's Abishola. These are shows that are in the offseason and really are only showing reruns, so expect those to rock it up soon. Ghost, yep. that's a show that's going to rock it up here soon. 
Uh, but yeah, that's the TV League ratings, and I'll take snippets of this and tweet them out later. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no this I is post the show. No, I, I like the scoring system. It's it's concise. It makes sense, and the fact that Big Brother let it off is uh, that that to well, me was it's an eye also opener. on multiple days a week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, that that, that can be a show that ah, it's just it's so different. It's the the choices are. I don't know if it's 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 just overwhelming. <laughs> uh, how can it get any more? It's a I lot. Mean, yeah, absolutely. It's a, I mean, but I'm hoping to hit that, you know, game of Plinko. I, I, I had beers with a buddy of mine who's used to wrote, has wrote Rick and Morty episodes, guy I know very well. And he was telling me, I'll drop his name. His name is Eric Acosta. And, and he you've was said saying, his name on the podcast exactly. so much. And, and he's, he was just like, Here, I'm uh, he's, like he's like, Adam, don't think that there's no rhyme or reason to any of this. No, there all isn't. it is, there truly isn't. all it is, is a giant game of Plinko. It's a giant game of Plinko on, uh, my, 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 yeah. Giant, giant game of Plinko from Price is Right. You just put the medallion By down the way, and you hope it kind of goes oh, into, yeah. the, into the, num- the high number. Thank you, you to know? the five folks watching right now. <laughs> Speaking of Plinko. Uh, motherfuckers. But, but that's why people are like, okay, you got to have two, three, or four different things. Make sure you hit you know? that follow. Let's go over to Monday Night Football while they're on fucking commercial break. Yeah. Yeah. See what Collins Denver Broncos Absolutely. are doing. Absolutely. Yeah. See what, yeah, this Walmart. is. Uh, Walmart owns. You know, Walmart owns. <laughs> Sam Walton's not going to let them be got. 17 to 13. Go Hawks, yeah. dude. Good for them. Get at it. God, I'm sorry though. That, that, that color green. Eh, I don't know about it, man. It, it, it gives me a bit of a headache, you know? Broncos Look, have, a, have a good uniform. Three people stopped watching because they were embarrassed. They were only three of five. <laughs> no, they went home whimpering with their tail between their legs. So here we go. Late in the what third quarter. What are you quarter. complaining about? You don't have ad breaks. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have a lot of people watching. You don't have to sit through the ad breaks. I will never become a partner with Twitch. If I ever build a big enough following to where they offer me a Twitch partnership, I'll just build my own website. Yes, there you go, man. Exactly. Look at this. They look like highlighters out there. Yeah. It, it, what do you think about uniforms? That reminds me of 1990s MLS type of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Kansas Change- City Wizards and the fucking Miami <laughs> Quake. The Miami Quake. It's hilarious. No, it was the San Jose exactly, Earthquakes. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, but yeah, but Miami Quake that would be it's funny. Look at this. You see? Oh. He's down. So he's playing back Pete in Carroll, Seattle. That's old 70 year old football. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know. See, Pete Carroll was like the ex- the prime example. Ooh, oh. first time chat. He says, fuck you, Metcalf. Oh, yeah, huge turnover. Let's go. This guy's watching the motherfucking game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah, they they held him I hate that. I think you should be able to fucking, like, I don't like the whole, you should be able to keep going after that. He didn't really get him down. Yeah. You should be laying prone. You should be lying prone. Like, in order to be down, you literally have to have, like, two or three guys laying on you and being down, right? Yeah. That's what it used to be, I think. I think it was that way, like, in the 20s. If you ever look at old highlights of, like, you know, Ernie Nevers. Oh, they stuffed him. Oh, Oh, he fumbled. Oh, my God. That's so fantastic. I love it. All of this love for me is because I hate fucking Colin Coward. Exactly. Thank you, Brent1088, for being in the chat, by the way. Look look, look at this. Absolutely. Yeah, the crowd's loud. It's that 12th man. It's that artificial 12th man. Yeah. You know, I also hated that, too. I know someone who's from Seattle. Yeah. And he he moved around a little bit because of the military. He's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Yeah. And he always said, I fucking hate the Seahawks because they don't give a shit about that team. 
They really like, don't. They like he goes. They 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 show up in bigger crowds for the soccer team. He yeah. was like, so he was pretty much saying like the, it's all fair weather shit for this Russell Wilson. Yeah, team. like yeah. there's no hardcore Seahawks twelfth man fans. Yeah, interesting. Where Good. were you when Kurt Warner was the quarterback? Yeah, <laughs> or Mark McGuire's brother, <laughs> da- Danny McGuire. Yeah, he was like seven foot five, wasn't Dude, he? Yeah. Wasn't he, he huge? He, he was six foot eight. He was six foot eight. He was a first round pick. He was a first round pick of the, uh, I think he was in the Cowboys too, the Seahawks and the Cowboys. We're on commercial. We're going to pop Mark over Mark McGuire's back to the brother. Emmys. I remember did that being mean, kind of a story. Did not mean to go to California's gold. We're going to go back to the <laughs> Emmys. Looks like we'll be rotating between the Emmys and fucking. You know, I've been in this city, in the state for 125 years. I'm California gold. I'm old. Yeah. You know, you're, I don't know what you're. Hey, this place is an expensive place. Oh, Squid Game won. Squid Game won. Right? That's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. An Asian won. It's Squid Game. Well, see, that's course. when there's real fucking diversity. When you see an Asian person win an award and you're like, oh, it's the one movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, one, the one, that, one show. That's a lot. Look at Stiller. Well, I, I don't think I can use my translator because I have 45, 40, So 41 director seconds. of a drama series. This is one of the big wow. ones. Squid wow, Game. Thank God they didn't give it to thieving Abbott Elementary. I, I find it. I mean, it's just you know, entertainment is global. It's it's interesting. You know, oh, look at him. See, this is a guy. He's polite. <laughs> yeah. Since Squid Game got 14 nomination at the Emmys, people keep telling me like uh, I made the history. But I don't think I made the history. It's going to look good on a box of DVDs. <laughs> 14 time nomination. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I believe I have to say. Do, do you like Squid Game? I mean, other people. I, I oh, it was fantastic. Really, it was really good. Yeah, and they—it's a good mix of suspense and thrills. And they know that you got to put some murders in there. There's all sorts of fucking headshot kills. It's great. Do you know the, the plot of it? That well, it, well, isn't it basically like this? Basically, the Illuminati. They capture yeah. people who are fucking in debt in some way shape or form they're gamblers they yeah. fucking took out too many loans for school yeah and they all bring them to this warehouse and say you're competing in this game show for all this money it's a big clear piggy bank full of money kind of like running man and then mm-hmm. they say all the games are life and death and it really is so like you play one game and people die in the game and whoever's down you like win their money so as people die more money goes into the pig wow so, and then so it's the, last person the standing. person who murders the best basically or wins. just the most or just the survivor who yeah person- trusted him sandra O oh, killing Eve. hell yeah i wanted them only character to still be alive on a show and have her other show they took her off Grey's anatomy she's one of the few that's not dead so yeah, she, oh yeah, yeah, they still like she'll get text messages. You'll get text messages from her character. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Daya, here we go. Oh yeah. Euphoria. I gotta admit it. Why didn't you have Kelly Clarkson ready to fire? When I watched Euphoria, I gotta admit it. We watched it a little bit. I liked it. See how twenty. I was like, this is a good show. Here, we're gonna see who wins this award, and then we'll go back to Monday Night Football. Yeah. And for simply being, she got her star. Is, she got her star, I guess. To, uh, tomorrow. Kelly. Yeah, she's getting it this week. Um, you're each remarkable. <laughs> she's gonna fucking sink way deep into the concrete when she sits in it. Storytelling to your shows mm-hmm. kept us all captivated. Um, all of your characters couldn't be more different, and yet you each made an impact on all of us. So thank I you. I sometimes for that. feel like a lot of shows force differences in the characters. It feels contrived in a lot of shows. Well, it's not. It's, it's got to come off natural. because the production house does it. You have to have a Zendaya one. Zendaya is going to give. She's not going to sing a song, but she's going to give a big. You're going to get a big dose of Gen a Z Gen here. Gen Z here? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. 
I'm so looking here. Forward it's going to gonna take her a while to get to the stage. So I will go back to Monday I'm Night so Football looking for, for a yeah, few yeah. minutes. And then we can swap just to see a score to see what the fucking disgusting Seahawks offense is going to do. <laughs> Geno Smith. Oh, did they get something here? A little first down. Well, they scored 17 points. Who they blocked the captain. It's Geno Smith. Wow. Wow. Oh, Randy Gregory. He came over from the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. They're loaded. They're star powered. He'll have excuses. So yeah, let, yeah let, let's hear her speech. I don't uh, climate change is going to be in there? Or what's uh, be no, it'll be more about fucking uh, probably like social injustices, cops. Yeah. And lastly, I just want to say, um, you know, my greatest wish for, for Euphoria was that it could help wish. heal people. And... Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has shared their story with me. I want you to know that anyone who has loved Aru or um, feels like they are Aru, I want you to know that I'm so grateful for your stories and I carry them with me and I carry them. She's that Haru is her character. Yeah, yeah. No, she doesn't she's want to good. say dope addict. Anyone who is Aru, that's what I'm going to oh, say. Oh, look at Reese. <laughs> I'm giving you an approval. I'm Sydney Sweeney. I'll give I'm you approval. Walking, I'm going to be walking down downtown LA being like, look at all these Rues laying on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's she's the uh, the kid who had to go through rehab. She's right? a heroin back. Addict, yeah. yeah. It's a celebration of all TV. What we're watching. Is that Chris Masters, the guy who fucking discovered uh, CTE. I, I thought it was, football is, is, players? That, is that Vince McMahon from 1986? Well, we never talked about him, by the way. About Who's Vince McMahon and Peacock about exactly is your relationship with Robert Birchtold? How many heads does he have in his closet? Yeah, exactly. Good morning, Brother morning, B. B. Hey, who do you love the most? Brother B. Brother B. Brother B. Oh, I think he's a, like Robert I got a Birchtold cult. Doesn't feel emotions the way that we do, but he has all the hallmarks of a psychopathic personality. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jan. The music makes it. Oh, absolutely. Ooh, Candy. That yeah. was a good one. Did you watch Candy with no. fucking Jessica Biel? No, I didn't. She oh, please, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she yeah, murders yeah. the neighbor. Yeah, absolutely. Based on a true story. Yeah. Ooh, McKenna Grace is fucking Sabrina, the exactly. teenage witch. There's no telling what he is capable of. Hey, uh, show us. I don't want to fucking watch the show. The uh, give us a kill, give yeah, us yeah, one exactly. kill, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Yeah, you, you got to show a, a little glimpse of what makes him that sociopath. There wasn't enough given there. You're right, you're right. But I, uh, yeah, man, I think about that when I, when I was uh, when I was in that cult for five months, that cult for five How, did months. Did it feel like longer? Oh, yeah. Very much so. When you look back on it, honestly, I say five months. It doesn't seem that long, does it? It's just five months. No, it doesn't. But that seemed like it, it was at such a time in my life. Oh, I was in a bad headspace. Let's go through some trends, guys. Bad headspace, you know. Let's see. Emmy's still <clears throat> still ramping up. Let's see what kind of news this girl's sing-song bullshit was. Issa Rae debuted in Blunt Copper, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Atlanta. Well, well, we'll see, you know. Oh, someone won for the Lord of the Rings Ring of Power. Oh, with roll. Okay, never mind. Trying to see if there's anything big in the fucking, in the trends here. Yeah. This PNB rock. So this fucking local rapper got murdered in LA. That's when you know, yeah. the, that's when you know you got a local music scene, boy. Yeah. <laughs> when one of your underground people fuck gets murdered and the whole national media catches did, on did to he, it. He got, he got off. He got killed. Yeah. And he fucking, died. 
in oh, a robbery man. in the fucking uh in a in a Roscoe's. What well, was he actually was he like was he the, the the focal point of the robbery or he just happened to be yeah, wrong on, place, wrong time? Here. Let me log in and then go over. That that that's wow man. It's you know. Oh, the guns. People love their guns. It's just guns don't kill people. Show me these violent weapons. That's the big right wing thing. If someone calls on a radio show, yeah. Show me these violent guns. It's the people. People that shoot kill the people. guns. And it make you know something. And having a gun makes it a lot easier to kill other people. Having that gun makes it a lot easier. Oh, so he's a You're Philadelphia corrupt. rapper. P and B Rock, the Philadelphia rapper, best known for his 2016 hit "Selfish." was fatally shot during a robbery at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle Restaurant in South Los Angeles. That's why you go to the one in Mid-City. Yeah. Off yeah, Pico. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, exactly. It's in the you middle of nowhere. G- it's by a Kmart. It's not like <laughs> hip other than that. Yeah. <laughs> a functioning Kmart? He was 30. His real name is Rakeem Allen, had been in the restaurant with his girlfriend who posed at a location tag photo since in the since-deleted Instagram post. So someone probably followed his location. People have been talking about that. Stalkers have been looking at people they stalk on Instagram and yeah. going to a photo and clicking on the location. Like, say someone's at a restaurant. Hey, having yeah. some brunch. They know that they're there you and then and they click race on the over location there. Yeah. and you'll see like live time where they are. Yeah. So you can actually just go follow. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's the suspect brandished <sighs> a firearm inside the restaurant and demanded items from the victim. So, yeah, they oh. went for him. Oh, Sources so told the bad. Times that Rock was targeted for his jewelry. He shot the victim and ran out the side door to a getaway car and then fled the parking lot. Well, that was premeditated. He had an exit strategy, you know. He had an exit strategy on that LAPD one. is examining security video, which means we're watching it and laughing. Uh, they're also checking surrounding businesses to see whether security cameras captured any images. <laughs> Probably catch a fucking homeless guy beating yeah, off. Man, I, I, I've seen that twice when I've been driving. I've seen a homeless guy jerk off two different times. Hell yeah. You know, it's like, wow. I mean, one, I, was, I came up on him. It was like, uh, and he was like on like Olympic or something. It was a pretty major street. And it was in the morning, and, and he was. I saw him from behind. I was like, "Oh, I I know that motion." <laughs> Seattle's moving the ball. So who's been playing well? Gino Smith's got a line. He's got a line. He in was there. a starting quarterback. Yeah, no, that's it, the thing. They got two interesting bad quarterbacks. It's like yeah. they got two Joey Harringtons. Yeah, <laughs> Harrington, man, what a bust. I will say that's. I feel like backup quarterbacks play more now than they did back in the day. Would you agree with that? Or am I just, is that just something I'm pulling out of my ass? No, I think it's probably about the same. I haven't really noticed a difference. Just because it's people that it's a more violent game. You have more dynamic players. So they, I feel like quarterbacks sprain more ankles now and they, they play with minor injuries less. Um, you're more likely to see a quarterback miss a week or two and have it not be a big deal. Yeah. uh, Maybe, maybe. I mean, I think it's, I, I think it's also because, you know, there's so much money invested in that position. You got to make sure that 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 commodity works for you at the end of the season when it really starts to fucking matter and when you try to make a playoff run. So, I I, I don't I don't know. I think there may be some truth in what you're saying, but believe pardon me, believe me, uh, injuries happened back then too, and backups played a lot. There's no doubt about it. You know, it just uh, yeah. The, the, there's when you have instability at that position, your team has literally no hope. It has no hope of ever doing anything. When you don't have a good quarterback, you're fucked. You're, you're just, it just, it's yeah. not even worth watching. You know, it's so depressing to watch shitty quarterback play. And I've had a lot of it. I've had a lot of bad. You've quarterback had hope play. though, like. Well, there's been flashes. Dante you had Warren Culpepper. Moon. You had Culpepper. You had the good Cunningham year. Yeah. Oh, uh, they, they you had, had Tarkenton. 
Uh, they had far for even that your year. shit quarterback is the fucking Super Bowl guy, the Super Bowl four guy, well, Joe, uh, Joe Shoelace or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> Joe Cap. Yeah. No, no they, they also had. I uh, think of Andy Cap, the potato chip guy. When I think of him. <laughs> Joe Cap. Well, you know, Joe Cap on the cover of Sports Illustrated in 1969, the headline Joe Cap. One tough Chicano. Yeah, that, that was the Wasn't title. Wasn't he Native American too? Yeah, I, th- I think he might have been indigenous. How? and uh, and I don't know what his nation How was. Is he doing it? <laughs> but he was also a Mexican. Well, Michael Pidicki. We don't watch puns on this show. It's an irrelevant part of the game. Yeah, the whole. Uh, um, they should yeah. just return it from a machine. <laughs> they should have a machine out there just shooting it. <laughs> it is. Oh, here we go. I had. Who was one of my... Hell yeah, she's from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. She won for Hacks. Classy. Okay. She sent this box of these unbelievable designer cookies. They were like five pounds each. They were just like, you know. And I thought that that was so nice and classy until I realized that she was hoping that I wouldn't be able to sink, fit into a single dress in, in uh, Hollywood. Thanks anyway. But uh, anyway, but one, just one, one quick thing, one quick thing, and thank you, HP. She's on fucking Adderall hard yeah, and nervous. Yeah, Story. yeah. I didn't realize that I she didn't admit expect it. to win. I'm happy for her. A- A- Adderall? Um, it's good stuff. I Adderall. like Adderall. And there were three little boys there. They were about maybe 10 manageable. or 11. I find them manageable. And uh, they went, look, it's Deborah Vance. I was like, hi, you should not be watching this show. All right, we get it. You She's fucking, playing you up you to rage, you see? They she made, knows. So if you think I'm fat, it's because they made me. <laughs> Uh, do you want to get into TV history here? Yeah, yeah, a little TV or, history, uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's a good idea. So I'll just give you a rundown of what's on, and then we could pick what we want to watch here. I do pretty much have everything. Um, so we're going off Monday, September 11th, 1995. It's a day off. Okay, wow. Pre-September 11th. <clears throat> oh, we didn't know what was coming. Yeah. Would you let me get your opinion on this? Like, obviously, you didn't envision September 11th, but did you feel the unease of like, oh, there's stuff? Did you feel like international tensions at the time, or was that pure mid Clinton fucking everything's great? You know, I mean, uh, there's always that story has always been parsed out into the media. What's going on across the planet? You know, but there was still again, I'll say it. I believe, at least I felt this, and this is the type of person I was. I was in my 20s. There's a certain optimism in that age. Uh, but I felt a tremendous sense of relief knowing that the Cold War was over. Cold War tainted the first 22 years of my life. That odious fear of nuclear war, particularly in the early 80s, particularly Reagan's first term. So, uh, so I actually felt pretty good about things. But at the same time, they tried blowing up the buildings in 93. So, uh, you know, there's always been tension with that. The Middle East has always been an issue, you know, so it's like I wasn't totally surprised when it happened. It's been nothing but bad decisions. I ever feel since like, too, there was a little desert. There bad. was a little hell. Yeah. From the desert storm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, no, absolutely. No one's going to mess with us. Uh, you know, the timing of that was very important because they knew the Soviet Union was very weak at that time. So like, OK, we're going to flex our muscle in the Middle East with this thing, you know. So yeah. and look at these weapons. That, we, that was the first like video game war. We could see bombs like uh, on screen, like real time bombs blowing buildings up. That was 
Keith, that was mind blowing when I was in college. Oh, like, like actual, oh, like diehard level yeah, fucking yeah, like, schemes. Holy what shit. What is this fucking speed three? Yeah. 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 Or, or like, you know, it was way before speed three, you know, all the military technology. You could see like, it was like a, the first kind of video game war. Yeah. Like it just showed like, Hey, we're America. We've been working on a lot of these weapons for the past 10 years. Uh, we're, we're going to run the show, you know? So it, so it was starting at eight. There was an arrogance. We had that. an episode of a TV show called the Marshall. Oh, uh, James Arness. Do you remember no, that show? I have no idea. I don't know what the time period. Let's was. see. I think I got this queued up uh, here. Don't want to have those pom poms. Those are terrible. I have a little bit more of like a, a soul. I feel like New Orleans, like the fans, like the way they oh, dress up. Not, like, yeah, yeah they're, they're actually kind of cool. Okay, you know? here's the Marshall. I respect the way the fans dress in New Orleans. You know. All right. Ooh, Man. stopped him. Yep. We'll see if they stop him on fourth down, and then we'll go to the Marshall. Sure. I love going back and forth. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, the Marshall um, debuted. 1995 was great for me. Like that was, again, that's the first year I started watching football. That's yeah. why I'm glad we're in 95. <clears throat> Here's, I've discerned two different landmarks in my life. You have 95, which is when I achieved sports consciousness. Yes. And TV in general just became a connoisseur of television. Yeah. Then you have uh, 1991, which is where my memories start that, that, that that's your parents uh splitting up right yeah 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 whenever Wee herman was on cbs saturday mornings wow. that yeah. was like that's like the intro to my fucking memories like 90, childhood? 90 yeah. it was wow I, I was a junior in college at that time i graduated in 91 you know so yeah that that, that where did your memory start what year i want to start a playlist for that year for the tv that year <sighs> i gotta be honest with you when i look back uh, you remember eight, a lot. Eight years old was a big threshold. 77 was a big, fr- 76, I recall, because it was the bicentennial. So everything was painted red, white, and blue. So that was like a memorable thing. Is that, that why you like on. Dazed and Confused when you, that came out where you're oh, like, yeah, Hell oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, be, being a Gen X kid. Absolutely. Cause you, you felt like you had missed a, again, that's a pre AIDS. AIDS was that much of a bright line. In my consciousness, it was that much of a bright line of like, Hey, the fun time is over. You know, the fun time. Oh, uh, herpes. Oh, yeah. No, you get you get AIDS now when you fool around. So it, you it, get AIDS. It, it, it feels like it felt like the 70s was this last time. I can imagine freedom. some idiot being drunk talking about it's a great time. You get AIDS now. <laughs> Real risk to your behavior. You know, but but my point in saying all that is just uh, 77 when I was eight years old. And that's when my parents split up. My parent, and I think it was related to that because we moved into a different house. I have memories of living on a farm before that, but not a lot. I cleaned chicken shit off of eggs. That was my job. Here's the Marshall. No, no, well, maybe I will, but you. Oh wait, I think I. Oh, got so other, this was actually a relatively I modern show. I got show. other audio popping up here. What? What? What, uh, what year was this show? Ninety-five. What's up? What? What year was this show? <laughs> um, hold on, I gotta fucking turn wow. some sound off. Wow, acting. 1995 we're in september yes. 1995 all yeah. this is 1995 yep god that see to me that that clothing still looks hip <laughs> no actually even Wait, i know what the fuck hang on like i thought that clothing would, would have been like very hang cutting on, edge at that time you know why the fuck isn't it coming up god damn it it's okay bud no no because if the volume's not working on here then we can't watch anything why does that work? No, fuck nowhere, man. 
He's a real nowhere man, September 11th, 1995. Again, uh, you know what was a big deal? The bombing of, of that, of the oh, Oklahoma City. It doesn't have sound. The, the Timothy McVeigh bombing Oklahoma City, uh, was a big deal. That happened in 95. That actually really was a pivot point for the Clinton presidency. So fuck the Marshall. His response to that was actually pretty good. And, uh, it's part of the reason why he got reelected in 1996. His presidency was kind of, you know, it, it was really affected by the House becoming Republican in 1994. Here, let me show you. contract with America. This, but in 95, me... when the Oklahoma City bombing happened, which is now dwarfed by September 11th. But if you think about it, isn't it kind of related in a way? Think about that. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, it kind of is, though. The, the whole, uh, I mean, Timothy McVeigh, that, that is obviously that anti-government thing that now the nation is, that people of Timothy McVeigh's level have been given a, a real space, a, 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 a no, seat at the table. it's not a seat at the table. It's just technology makes things more possible. And across the board, I don't think people just wanted to accept that. They only wanted to look at the positive things technology brings yeah. and not clearly realizing that like, oh, it's going to make bad things more readily available yeah. too. Yeah. It's, it's going to teach cr- people how to make bombs. You can Google bomb.com. Yeah. Yeah. And, and whatever like, the fuck. Do it. Here's a preview for Monday Night Football from September 11th, 95 Packers versus Bears. Yeah. Genius. You've now broken Lou Gehrig's record. Tell Ripken us. was, I mean, What's he next? basically saved, he basically Are saved. Are you ready for some football? He saved baseball, I think. He certainly was an important uh, player at that years, time. The Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears have battled each other in professional... Now they got this kid Favry. <laughs> back in the roaring 20s when they often met three times a year. It was a prohibition era. Got Look at Bob, this production. Got Bob Costas dancing around there. <laughs> Red Grange. I mean, they do... I mean, they... They lean into this old school rivalry hard, you know. Won the rest of them. They sucked in the fifties. The Packs sucked in the fifties. They were good in the sixties. Great. Can Rick Mayer bring his team to the promised land? (laughs) This is Eric Kramer. Last year on Halloween night in Chicago Soldier yeah. Field, a torrential downpour fell in the throwback. I remember watching this game. Far from for 200 yards. I remember watching that game. Uh, also, 94, I made this point before, 94 was the first time when the uniform merch thing, like the changing of uniforms, really hit the NFL. Like you did that to like have retro uniforms. Starter and, jackets. Yeah, that, 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 that was a different thing. You know, that, that was a, a shift happened in 94. It's a big game on both sides. So you know it's going to you be know, he, he had he had some racist comments. You're gonna you're gonna Japanese guy who can make a television set out of a out of a wristwatch. This used to really make my nipples hard. The clashing yeah, yeah. of the helmets. Absolutely. I mean, this is pre Hank Williams. Da, 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 da. Raymond Harris, Curtis Enos, Bill Rashawn Salam. All the thieves. Oh no. This- Raymond Harris gonna <laughs> run down your throat and then a minute Eric Kramer. Kevin Butler still kicked on this team. He was Hell the yeah. last he was the last remaining member of the 85 Bears to be on the team. I watched them 92 and 93. Are you ready for an insurgency? In, in, in 93 and 92, they still had a lot. Of, Richard Dent still played in, 90, in 92, 93. McMichael still played Look for them. Look at Dan Deardorff's seal you know? ass. He's terrible. Hello, Al. Throw me a fish, please. 
I can't stand. I'm a whale of a man. I can't stand. He was so, Deardorff was so bad. His announcing, every single time, Richmond Webb is one of the top five tackles in all of football. He was saying about every, you know, Gary Zimmer, one of the top five tackles in all of football. He was saying about everyone. Here's the he, intro. Ten top five. Here's the intro to a show called Partners from the 90s. Let's watch this. And then we'll, we're going to oh. ease out in the next 10 minutes. Friends, here. partners. You know, it's so obvious that friends, like, you know. Jonah's boy. Oh, we're, John, Cryer. John Cryer's in this. Tate Donovan. We're in San Francisco. You could actually afford to live here back then. I had a, po- I had a post about Puck today. I posted on Twitter about Puck. Puck oh, yeah. was in the real world. Puck San was Francisco. a trendsetter. Absolutely. You know, I hated him. All right, that was that. That caliber of guy, they felt very insincere to me. They weren't honest. Where is he? I don't know. He said he had one quick errand. Oh, the goatee was such a look. It really was. And a loose suit. Look at how many layers that suited. Look how fucking shaved that is. Yeah. That's not even a goatee. That's a thin strip. He's got like an anus strip. It looks like someone fucking (laughs) dabbed him up with their butthole. I I, got to get a new suit. I, I, I have That's what that made you suit. think of? Well, yeah, I mean, but this is even more dated than the one I have. Look how fat that tie is. Yeah, yeah. That's an investment banker tie. Well, yeah. <laughs> God, I, I am. Well, it's just that he's I'm out of touch. Weird. Like, yeah. last night when he came over to my place, we were in bed. Hell ho, hey. Ho ho, laugh that, that, That's Cryer, right? That's yeah, Hard that copy Cryer. was still around. Hard copy was Ned still around. Ned and Stacy was on TV. <laughs> Why that Stacey? font is just should be called 1996. Get the promotion. I needed the one. The dude from Wings was trying to get a show like a motherfucker. Oh yeah. Oh he, yeah. 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 Career. Look, it's a Grace. We irritate each other. From Will and Grace. Enjoy the show. Yeah. Enjoy. I love the freeze frame end when they would freeze your Again, fucking last l- l- thing. L- look at that font. Oh, totally. A hundred percent. That's wacky. That's like uh, Kansas City Wizards MLS yeah, 90 shit. Absolutely. Hard copy was still around. Uh, this is that Nowhere Man show. So th- this, this is all TV history, right? From, from 1995. So shows that were on at that time. Just I like this blazing touch. through it. We got an episode of The Nanny. Oh, Nanny was big. I, I got to admit, I had a crush on her. She was an attractive tall broad. And I, then we have the I, OJ I, trial. She, she was hundred percent. a lot, you know. Every, ooh, an episode of Price is Right. <sighs> Let, let's see. Let's see what game they get. Barker was all. When I saw Barker Gray, that really bummed me out. I felt I aged. You know. I loved The Price Is Right as a kid. All those people Ooh, look like my grandma. Look at it. Look, Ooh, look at, at that, that color belly. scheme, man. Look at that gut. Now, That's on. a regular person. Yep, absolutely. This is when they were truly not fucking filtering that audience. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I like it. I respect it about it. The lovely Kathleen will swing that door open. I wonder what could see. This is what's sad, though, is now fat people like that can't get a seat because it's all struggling actors that fucking yeah. <laughs> sit in the It really is. Yeah. Comics <laughs> and actors, they sit in there so they could be oh, on TV. Oh, God. And win shit. Oh, it's so it's just so desperate. It really is. It's it's just like, uh oh, this is OJ's yeah, OJ yeah. trial. Yeah, absolutely. OJ trial interrupted everything. Absolutely. Very the amount that you had 
from the combined samples. Correct? And they would fuck with you, making you think like, we're going to go back to your show in a few minutes. Yeah. It wasn't your, they're here all day. So basically. It wasn't your fucking George Shapiro. I, fucking I cannot like, believe. I remember when they allowed the cameras and I was like, what are they doing? Why are they doing that? The difficulty was that I was running out of some of these reference sample extract extracts. Oh, oh, oh he cross-references them Here's on, on the gathering of, up, of though, DNA. Is because at some point the trial became about the mishandling of the trial. Like, I feel like there was a good portion of the OJ trial where they were like, we have to start fuck, like talking about evidence mishandling and shit like that. Oh, absolutely. They would create the seed of doubt. It took the jury like a day or it was a couple hours. And the trial lasted like months riveted. People were, I was not into it. I heard about it in the zeitgeist, but I didn't have a TV at that time. So I wasn't really paying attention. I was very, I was a hipster. You understand that? I was a hipster in the 90s. Didn't have a television set for years. You were reading books. You know, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I was being contemplated and I was starting oh, stand up, wow. you know, it was TV like a new has thing. no narratives, you know, but also just like, you know, it's, it's in the idiot box. It's a Delta brainwave creator. It's, it's passive. You're not, you're not living an active life if you're watching too much. It's like television. how my grandpa talked, you know, I mean, which, you know, there, there's some truth in that, you know, it's like go out and experience your life, you know, Ooh, look at that. T-Mobile stinks, dude. Yeah. Look at Khloe Kardashian. Oh, my God. She looks like she was in a dryer too long. What is... This is just... What, what has happened? What has happened? Yeah. I'll tell you what's happened. We're the, the easing Roman, out of the show. Yeah, the, the, the decline of the Roman Empire. That is what's happened. Here, I'm going to do it naturally. I'm is this the gladiator of our time? This is like an African warrior myth thing here or something? Got about 15 seconds to pontificate before I ease the sound back up. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go see this woman king show. She tried to be the woman king, that girl that sang at the beginning. That's the first thing I thought. Like you want to oh. be Viola Davis and woman king. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, exactly. So who knows who's gonna win the big Emmy? We're easing out here. We'll finish on some Monday Night Football. Uh, how did how did you enjoy? I was good. I enjoyed it. Good, it was good show back. getting back on the. Uh, back on the horse. I'm going to be back on Wednesday, guys. Cool. Uh, Twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel to hit that follow and make sure you know when we're going live. Uh, we'll be back with more TV League standings. And the Thursday game is the Chiefs and the Chargers. Thursday game is the Chiefs. Got to have it this early in the season now. We'll be prepping that one on Wednesday. Yep. I'll be talking about it on Friday. Um, yeah, we're back to our Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Keith Pazel. Again, twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel. I'll figure out a way to donate. Uh, I'll see you on Wednesday. Love you. Bye. Yeah. Have a good day. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>